cool. Hello, uh, people out there in People Land. Uh, we're back uh, for some more RuneQuest. Hopefully, y'all are doing good. And it's been uh, here in America really freaking hot. Uh, so wherever you are in the world, hopefully it's not as hot. Uh, but if it is, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Hope you have sorry. Air yeah. A uh, couple of announcements to make uh, before we get started. Um, bah, 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 let me look at my things. Uh, number one, uh, we got an email from a listener, and it was something we were thinking about anyway. Uh, we always use um, rerolls. It was a way of engaging everybody, uh, you know, you guys, to give us a chance to give the players rerolls. I know I always really appreciate them when I was playing. Uh, but I think that we need to change things because we used to be playing like three or four sessions of a game and then moving on, and those didn't necessarily have. Uh, as big of a impact as they do on a longer term campaign. So we changed a couple things here. Number one is with the rerolls, uh, one roll and then the players accept their fate. So we're only allowed to use a roll, uh, lay, uh, <laughs> reroll, uh, once. See, Jess, I'm looking <laughs> at the chat. Another I'm, one! I'm, Fuck me! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to do this while I'm looking at the chat and see what just happened. Jess, my brain just went bleh. So, uh, yeah, one reroll, that's it. You accept your fate. And the other thing which really hasn't come up much in RuneQuest yet, but probably will as we go forward, is that there's a combat fumble table that's actually pretty cool. So, uh, the rule that we instituted there is that if somebody fumbles their roll, uh, in combat, they're not allowed to reroll that one. They have to accept it. They can, however, use a reroll on the fumble table if something is, will just like kill them instantly on the fumble table. Uh, so those are the rules. And that's that. What's, oh, I have everybody in wrong places. What's the matter? No, nope. uh, uh, Jess. That was Jess's my fault. Camera. I screwed yep. it up. Jess is me. Amber. Amber is Troy, and Troy is Jess. That was oh, me. I was trying Jess. to hit my mute, and I hit the video, and I just yelled at Kent or someone yesterday for doing it. <laughs> so Chris, good, you so yelled good. at Chris. I yep. did. I'll, I'll at the guest. Right at the guest. Uh, what? I mean, they were no, both no. guests. <laughs> this is not our DM, Chris. This is our home group, Chris. Okay, that's different. I was Captain like, not Chris. guest, not yeah. guest, Chris. Yeah. Captain Chris. Captain Chris. Okay, yeah, no. I yell at Chris all of the time. That's different. Y'all are friends. Yeah. We want our guests to like us. Captain Chris is my divine punishment. <laughs> I I have a terrible habit of like spilling foods and things in people's cars. Yes. <laughs> and making a general mess in people's cars, specifically sometimes in their homes, but definitely always in their cars. Mm-hmm. And Chris, whenever he is at my house, he cannot not make a mess. Like he's always getting like dropping just chunks of cake on my floor. He's flooded my kitchen countertop twice by just like starting to pour my water filter, and then just turning around and talking while it overflows. Yeah. Right, so bored so Chris, yeah. So, and then he mopped my the spill up with one of my table mats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Chris nice. Chris spilled some crumbs and spilled some water, and then Amber goes, I don't know what I did in this world to deserve this. <laughs> and Kent and I both just look at her slowly and then look at each other like, is she serious? Is she effing serious? Like, this girl has made, has crushed candy into our cars, like... <laughs> She has come to my house and laid waste to it. Like I have dusted Jess's entire car and powdered sugar like it was a crime scene. To be fair, that I found was partly bags. my fault too. I found tea bags in my car for like a week after a road trip with Amber. This yeah, I shed tea bags sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just like candy everywhere. Like Oh fuck. I meant it. I know what I did to deserve this, but I don't like it. 
Christian, were there more announcements before we uh, all continue so. ragging on Amber? No, we'll continue that in a second. I have one more. Uh, I didn't pay. I paid for this. I don't get this for free. But I know out there in RuneQuest land, like, this is the new thing, the new shiny thing. If you're on the on the um, like fence about buying it, it's totally worth it. Uh, you won't necessarily use it like at the table playing, but I'll tell you what, I've already had like six or seven ideas out of this thing, uh, and it's really and cool. Every single one of them is gonna fuck us over for your yeah, absolutely entertainment. True. <laughs> but you can just pick up any 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 typical uh, page and just open it up. And here we have, uh, for example. Uh, Octomonism. During the Second Age, many dwarves saw how their own follies and hearsays had led to the catastrophe for the Gabaji Wars. The Octomonists know that dwarves cannot survive or repair the world by competing with younger races. They teach that dwarves must leave the world behind and abandon Chet's fripperies as diamond dwarf status and iron. Octomonists are rock-bound conservatives. Their philosophy never threatens dwarfdom and adheres and exists in every dwarf stronghold. So dwarves, weird philosophers. Fanatical dwarves. Why? Why I love them. So isn't there um, yeah. also some god that deals with like hair? Yeah, there's a god that's just like a long thing of hair, like cousin it with a comb. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. if you want fun stuff like that, just must pray to that god. Yes, as Kung Fu Famous says, none of the things are things in that can be understood without a degree in Glorantheism. Uh, yeah, I think I just speak it well enough to understand some of the stuff. There's also a lot of beautiful <laughs> illustrations for the rest of us. Like, stunning beautiful. Yeah, yeah real. Katrin Durim, uh, who is, like, awesome, does this a great, great... I mean, look at that. That's, that's like, uh, like this medieval style. It's, it's gorgeous. Like, it's really beautiful stuff. So anyway, uh, that's all I had now. Also, Ooh. like, we're going to have more information as how you can have one of these cool things of your own. I was just going to say. Later on. To yeah. our viewer who sent us an email review of the t-shirt, I loved that. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. That was Ray and stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. That, that was, was Ray and stuff. I'm yeah. so excited to use that somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've used, I've used it on Facebook already. Gotcha. I'm still I figuring should, you know out what? how to fit. I'll read that right now, as a okay. matter of fact, because yeah, it is perfect. so good. It I'm still figuring out how to fit it on Twitter. So, Ray and stuff. <laughs> Don't you mean X, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff X. Wait, did they change the name? They changed it already, yeah. He's trying. He's trying to. Wow, this is how behind I am. Guys, if you follow our Twitter, you probably shouldn't. (laughs) I don't even understand it. Here's the review from Ray and Stuff, which is great. All right. Uh, I ordered the essential t-shirt in moss green. The fit is comfortable and the material feels hearty. A great value for the money. I wore the shirt immediately after receiving it and every stoplight en route to my job was green. Look at that. (laughs) We're good luck. Many people who are absolutely not my mother commented on how handsome I looked. When I got home, all of my clothes had become three wolf moon designs, even the pants, oddly. I think Amber had something to do with it. (laughs) Troy had sent me a gun as a thank you gift, and Sarah had sent a note apologizing for Troy's gun on behalf of the group. (laughs) 1010 would buy again. So that is why you need your own shirt. The picture was great, too. Beautiful. Yeah, Troy sent me a gun is the thing. (laughs) Sarah apologized for Troy's gun. Uh, no, it doesn't actually send anyone a gun for purposes of the ATF who might actually be watching this. Yeah, the guns, yeah, was like, guns do not come with this shirt. But I do apologize for everything anyway. I I have my honorary Canadian card based on the way I say A, sorry, and apologize. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not your friend, buddy. 
Christian's been kicked out of Canada. Yeah, I'm not allowed. There's a sign. There's my picture on the border. It's like, don't let this asshole in. <laughs> She's insulted everyone who once came from Canada in one glorified, glorious, in one glorious one shot. Stream. Yeah, it's true. Yes. Including some people I didn't actually know came from Canada, and I was like, "Holy shit, that guy's from Canada!" Mm-hmm. We learned some things that was room too. We did learn some things. Educational. Uh, who, wants, who wants to recap? Because Troy wasn't here last time, so. We don't remember. Uh, Gordon Gar, the chief, called us all aside to a super secret meeting in the morning uh, under a tree while we were being occupied by lunars. And told us that we had to go and find the third win and warn them that the Lunars were here looking for them and that they had to move uh, without the Lunars finding out. Uh, and if the Lunars were to catch us or find out that we had to deny that we were <laughs> that we we had to uh, deny that anybody put us up to this and take it uh, and take any uh, repercussions on our own as if we acted fully alone and that the tribe would, you know. <laughs> be like I don't know these people. <laughs> yeah, mission so, impossible. Yeah. yeah, like we had to bite the cyanide pill if we got caught. Basically, <laughs> uh, super super secret. So uh, we took that duty very very uh seriously and headed off into the woods with all due haste, while the grown ups stayed behind to deal with the cows. <laughs> um, the we cows. went through the woods. Uh, looking around very carefully, keeping a sharp eye out to make sure that the traveling bands of Lunar Scouts, uh, did not cross our paths. Um, and we avoided them for some time, but at one point we, uh, scout band circled very close to us and we had to sort of change our course and go off course away from the, uh, the well that we were trying to get to. Um, and Goth they s- well. sort of, yeah, Gothring as well. I keep wanting to say Gordinger's well, but he, mm. it's not named after him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we played almost a little game of like cat and mouse. We never really made eye contact with Lunars, but they were very close to us at several points. And despite our turning and stuff, they kept kind of like popping up. So it was very, very nerve wracking and intense moment. Uh, while we were avoiding them though, uh, we came up, we were skirting a cliff face that we kind of know well and have passed several times, but it was not as we had last seen it. There were instead two enormous like vault like doors, uh, that had never been there, closed, open or otherwise. That were hanging open um, in the cliff face, and they had uh, kind of like dragonu iconography and symbols and stuff on them. Uh, the lunars were pretty damn close behind us, and we were also pretty close to the third wind camp at this point. So we had a tough decision to make. Um, Kymris, uh suggested that we take what is offered and went into the tomb. So the rest of us followed um, with various degrees of enthusiasm or reluctance. Uh, inside were some badass dragon pillars and steam vents or something? Yep. Yep, and steam vents and another huge-ass bronze door. Um, And we were like, what is all of this? And was the floating orb just there? Did it appear? And an orb! Um, there was a there was a jade jade kind of um pillar yeah. in the middle of the room, like half a man's height, and just floating on top of it was a golden orb. Each hemisphere was the room that was on the rock that Saga Everlasting, Everlasting, Camrice's uh, grandma had left him. Yes, your rock. Yep. And you were like, oh, like this is definitely fate. Grandma has brought me here. And uh, those of us who are not magically inclined were like, what the fuck is that? This is not great. I am useless here. But Arisa and Kymris were like, this is our jam. And they walked up to the floating orb and they shared a moment with each other. And then uh, Arisa took the orb. 
Uh, and as soon as she made contact with the orb, there was a little knock at the door in all of our minds, magically inclined or not, um, asking if we would let it in, uh, make a connection. Um, everybody did agree to that connection, spent a point of magic in order to do so, and uh, a voice said friendly things to us, but I forget exactly what. <laughs> uh, you, so you did, you were a little freak, uh, so Rue originally initially was like a little freaked out by it, and so you did the whole Hjortling, like, I offer yes, you salt. This is what I give to you my friends. You come as friend I or offer, foe, yeah. You come as friend, so you did the whole, like, kind of hospitality ritual with it, and it knew it, uh, so you felt more comfortable with it after that, and uh, really all it said was, like, take me with you, uh, and you all took it. Yep, Aris has got a little buddy in her pocket now. Uh, there was also a huge bronze door that was still there and closed, and Kymrisa went up to it, and it was fucking ripping hot, like super hot. And Kymrisa was like, well, I've... <laughs> Kymrisa, the man who buried himself alive to get closer to the spirit world and the elements, was like, I must touch this and endure and embrace fire, and put his palms flush against this searing hot wall, burnt the shit out of his hand <laughs> in order to prove something and or try to open it. It did not open. <laughs> yeah, buddy! <laughs> it was uh, a very kind Reese moment, yeah. He thought perhaps uh, he was not quite ready for that path beyond the door yet, and Arisa put some salve on his hands, and they had just a little moment. And uh, then we had to GTFO, and when we GTFO'd, we realized that our decision came with a price, and the price was the Lunars were ahead of us, headed straight for the well. Um, we got there after them. By the time we closed in in the bushes, they were already at the camp. Uh, luckily, the third wind did not appear to be at the camp presently, but there was still, like, embers and smoke coming from the fires. They were not far uh, far gone, and the lunars were poking around and shit. And uh, one, of, hmm, bitches. one of them pissed into the, into the sacred well. <laughs> with and the water spirit got in it. Real, with the water Where's spirit it? in it, and everybody got real fucking mad. And Arisa said something about it. Arisa fell. Bell, that's what it Arisa was. Arisa yes. tried to sneak through and was caught. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Arisa uh, tripped and fell and got caught and dragged rather roughly and rudely um, before the cluster of lunars. Uh, one of them put a spear to her. They were being super aggressive. Piss guy was like shaking it off. And, uh, <laughs> shaking and it off. <laughs> she did. I did the motion on stream. That's out there on the internet forever. The whip right there. Yeah, and, the whip. <laughs> and. Uh, before the situation me. could escalate any further, Rue took a shot at the spear guy that was hovering over Risa, and all hell broke loose. Uh, we went into combat. Various shots and strikes were traded. Arisa dove into the well, um, and the water spirit swifted her to the other side, and we did various degrees of ass-kicking um, and killed the shit out of basically all those lunars. Um, the slave that they had with them, the Sambari slave, uh, when... The battle kind of turned in our favor, turned against his captors, um, shooting one of them. And uh, we killed the shit out of them with no casualties. Blessedly, no casualties. Including the time-honored tradition of a water spirit drowning a dude. Yep, drowning a dude who been shot in the taint. No. Yes. <laughs> I think she drowned another dude. Yeah, that was a different uh, dude. Yeah, she drowned, yeah, she drowned another dude. Yeah, she that's drowned right. the other dude in the taint blood water. Yes. <laughs> yes. All that very poetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the third wind kind of swept into the camp shortly after we dispatched the enemies. Um, <sighs> and the uh, some former Simbari slave uh, agreed to join on to the third wind uh, once they 
sort of uh, reassured him that the Lunars would not, like, know of his betrayal. He would just disappear with them. They would get rid of the bodies and all that stuff. Um, he does have a uh, family that is, are currently captives of the Lunars in some town that he named, which I'm yep. sure will never come up again. No, why would it? I don't even <laughs> remember that guy's name or what anything I said last session. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the only other detail I would add there, uh, before we go on to the last part, uh, was that Uresta popped up. And spoke a little bit to you guys afterwards, saying that um, the blood that was, you know, tainted, tainted, haha, her sacred pool would be cleansed. But however, she saw a lot of blood on all y'all in the future. Bad and violent omens from the water yeah. spirit. Yep, yep. Uh, once assured that the third wind already had this will in hand and did not, in fact, need our warning at all because they're very competent <laughs> and knew about this before we did. Uh, we went back to the village. Job well accomplished. While the kids were away, the adults were fucking around with the cows. <laughs> uh, they rounded up all of the cows as requested and delivered them to the Lunars, seemingly fully compliant. Uh, once the Lunars got the cattle drive on the run, headed a bit away from the village, farther down the vale, uh, they ambushed the shit out of them and killed them all and took their cows back. That also will definitely not come back in the form of a Lunar <laughs> Legion to no, raise our village to the ground. For totally sure. Fine. For certain. <laughs> totally that was wise. The children fine. were the ones making irresponsible decisions, while the adults made the responsible decisions for sure in this scenario. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was awesome, and Lonson killed the guy who was making fun of her stutter like he well deserved. The end. <laughs> the end. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. So, um, since then, uh, that is that was we'll call it last week. It's Stasis Week now of Earth season. Um, Harvest Festival is over. The cattle have come back to the Vale and been rebranded because those damn bandits somehow got those lunars. So all two hundred cattle stole from us. all the cows back. But whatever. Uh, at least that's the official story. Uh, everybody knows it's a really really flimsy excuse. Uh, or he's and, just out there making cattle brand salve to take the old brands off. Just <laughs> gallons of it. Just slapping that on yeah. there. <laughs> and everybody knows that there's probably going to be more trouble on the horizon. And there's somewhat of a sense of impending doom, maybe, you could say. Uh, descent, having <laughs> descended, descended on the veil. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows do. when it's coming, but they know that it probably will come. Uh, and so that's where we start. Uh, but we're going to start tonight at this car's house. And leaning against the door of this car's house is a very polished and sharpened spear. Next to it is a very polished no. and sharpened sword in its scabbard and a packed uh, travel pack. Because people don't have backpacks. They just actually kind of like have this wooden frame that they strap their stuff to and kind of like carry. Uh, and that's sitting there. Uh, and your mother, Lalira, is dressed in some very waxed armor with a very waxed shield and a very dejected Sarolf, her husband, and you and all your brothers and sisters are kind of standing there watching her. And she says, uh, right, well, that'll be everything. I'll, uh, I'll be off then. Uh, come on. Gives like, Sarov gives her a hug. And he's like, I don't like this, but I know why you need to do it. She's like, I'll be back. 
And she turns to you and she goes, take care of the little ones now. You're here, right? I will. Aunt, uh, Aunt Yanala and, and Aunt Esper will be there. They'll be by to help out when they can. I'll be, uh, I'll get word if I can and I'll be back. I'll be back soon. But, you know, I can't let this, can't let this stand. We understand. Right, well, well, and the goddess bless you all. She takes her stuff and Sarof is just like, Orlanth put, may Orlanth put wind at your back, love. She gives like one look back, kind of tear in her eye, starts off away. What? And you, uh, um, go ahead. I would probably uh, say a uh, because she and my grandmother were uh, uh, were in the found childs. Yep. Uh, cult. Yep. Um. Uh, I, I probably learned a a thing sure. off for that. Okay. With that. Sure. Uh, yeah, you, you, you know one. You, you, you yeah. say a, a prayer and a blessing for her. And um, she walks off down the path to the main road leading out of the Vale. And as she does, you see another figure kind of coming up towards your house. And it is... Uh... Yes, that's correct, Sarah. Um, you see um, your girlfriend, whose name just completely blanked. Uh, that's Ezrala, thank you. Yes. It's all those E's. It's too many of them. Uh, So you see her like waving to you like I'll uh go and go and meet her. Take a walk with me. All right. I'll uh like this was like just just as my uh, mother was leaving? Yeah. All right. So I just left and Ezrala was coming in as she was leaving. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll just turn back and say to my father, say I'll I'll be right back. Leave it already? No, okay. He's he's like fine. And um, uh, oh, one more detail before I continue on this, I just wanted to say uh, the only other thing that you all know is that tonight, uh, all of you all have been invited to Gordangor's Hall. Mm. However, nobody else really knows about it, or is supposed to. Oh God! More secret missions. Secret, so, secret missions. Secret tunnels. Okay, so um, <laughs> you get uh, you get down the path and you start walking with her, and uh, so nothing is known about what happened, what you guys did. Everybody knows what happened with the lunars. Nobody knows what you guys did. They know if they know you well, they know you disappeared somewhere but they don't necessarily know like what you did. And it's up to you if you showed everyone, because you all have the mark on your left palm now, which mm. I just put in, in group chat of that dragon. Oh, shit. Room. That's right. Uh, it left which, a brand for the chat. I More will cows. Cut up right now. Uh, boom. That is on everybody's left palm. Sorry, sir. So, uh, yeah, so it's up to you if you've told anyone or shown that to anyone. Uh, but she goes, what? I've been hearing all sorts of rumors, but what happened? I know what happened with the cows, but what happened with you? Um, 
how much do I want to... Just... We... Hmm, how much do I want to <laughs> say? I know. How much does this guard talk in pillow talk? <laughs> Um, this is post post pillow talk. Uh, the the most romantic conversation. The I stabbed the guy it was this pretty is cool. Basically, then. still <laughs> the same day for him. <laughs> um, well, while we were we, I like to think that this is in character. He's like he just starts and he stops. <laughs> It is. She's like, what? Spit it yeah. out, you big loaf. <laughs> big loaf. We had gone to <laughs> check on something up at uh, crap, now I want to call it uh, Gordon Gers well. Uh, um, Just the well. The well. <laughs> Gothring's well. Gothring's well. Uh, and on our way up there, we found a shrine of sorts. Because, like, I, I can't hide the oh, shit. Okay. the brand from her. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of weird if you, you... It'd be hard to hide that. It's on your left palm. Yeah. She's always so, yeah. wearing a glove. Can you take <laughs> the glove off this time? <laughs> I am like, Michael no. Jackson. <laughs> this is my thing, okay? <laughs> um... And while we were there, we just kind of had a we had a weird experience that we're not quite sure sure what it what it happened or what's going to come of it. But what experience? What temple? This one? I mean, I haven't lived. I didn't grow up here, but I've never heard of a temple up there. Neither have we. So it just appeared. It sounds. Crazy, but yeah. Yeah, darling, temples don't just appear, usually, without something very important behind it. And that that's what we don't quite know why, what was important that uh, made it appear. Have you told anyone? Just, just you. Well, I mean, you probably should tell Gordon Gar, but I wouldn't tell anyone else. I'll, uh, we'll, What's clever? <laughs> we'll, we'll have to. I'll have to see what uh, the others. <laughs> what what the others uh, want to? How how the others want to discuss this? What do you think is going to happen now with the cows and the lunars? They're not going to just. They're not going to believe this nonsense about bandits. I mean, there are bandits all over the place, but. Bandits aren't going to make off for 200 cows. Yeah. I'm not sure. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't think that it was us that went and killed them to get it back, but. Well, I'll just. But we'll see. I'll pray that. I'll pray that they're just so busy in Whitewall and then with the siege and, and conquering the Holy Land that they maybe we're not even worth bothering. Maybe they'll just leave it alone and, and Kangal will just let it go. Hopefully. Hopefully. I need you to promise me something. What? Don't go getting yourself killed if anything happens. 
with all that we've faced so far, I don't think, I hope that won't be a possibility. I kind of like you, so I don't want anything to happen to you. Thank you. I- Say, I kind of like you too, and give her a boyish smile. (laughs) Jeez, Ken. Like, laying this out for you, man. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I love you. I know. I know. Jesus Christ. And Han Descara walks away. (laughs) No, he would say, Thank you. I. How he's like, <laughs> just like she, she suddenly just gets bigger and just towers. Yeah, she's over like tiptoe, like say at it, face. say it. Aw, that's what Brand would do. But yeah, no, he he tells her that he loves her as well. Wow. Wait, that's too much. Back it up. No. <laughs> You be a you be a uh, lost insults something wolf boy. Anyway, we'll end this. We'll end this right now. Okay, you say something nice back to her, yep. and this is fine. Uh, she um she's like, well, I have to um. I like turtles. I have to get back and help with the geese, but um. I'll uh, see you around soon, alright? I'll talk to you soon. Alright. And you've walked kind of a ways, because you were just kind of wandering yep. through the vale, past people's fields and stuff, so you're a little bit away from home, and you're kind of off on your own. Uh, people, You can see people in the distance, like, working, and there's not a lot of work to be done outside, because the harvest is done, so, I mean, you see people, some people out playing, some people, like, bringing their flocks of, of geese and herds of sheep and stuff kind of, like, closer uh, for, the, for the coming winter, uh, but most of the time, most there are, like, a lot of people out and about, because it's even, it's you know, it's fall, too, so it's a little unlike the weather we have now, brisk, right? Uh, you, <laughs> holy shit! Um, you, uh, you, you um, are walking home, and kind of on your own, kind of lost a little bit in your thoughts about what a fucking huge dumbass you are, and you're just not mm-hmm. smooth with the ladies at all, and you just mm-hmm. don't know, you don't know how lucky you are, uh, how you got lucky like this because it is <laughs> lucky not she skill. finds your nerdy awkwardness yeah. charming. Yeah, it is it's certainly not skill. Good um, with the general people, bad with yeah, the romance. Yeah. Christian has actually been in this position a lot, so it's like I sympathize with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, that but, sounds um, like you talking to your wife, dude. Yeah, She's like, I love you, and you're like, I like toast. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> just the other way around. Yeah. But not, um, in a non-awkward way, in a more serious way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Anyway, let's stop talking about me. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, you're walking home, and all of a sudden, there's like a change in the air. It feels more dense somehow. And you feel the wind, which is kind of is a little bit of a bluster day, but you feel the wind like shift and almost grow a little warmer. And you feel that presence again. It's the same presence that you felt when you were in the temple. And you're not sure if you hear the voice or if it's just kind of something in your head or if you feel it, but you hear, feel somehow 
you have hunted, even to the edge of forever. What have you seen? What were you searching for? I'll, I'll kind of just like, even though I, I could tell it's kind of just in my head, I'll, I'll still kind of look around and see that I'm alone or partially alone. You can see people far off in the distance, but uh, nobody is near enough to have like whispered in your ear or anything mm-hmm. like what you just heard. Yeah. Um, not, not thinking it's going to, it, it wants a response. I'll just kind of continue on back to. You feel it with you. You think it wants a response. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like, it's like mm, okay, it's still there. It's... I'm not sure what I was expecting when I got that uh, as far as I did. I'm not sure why I continued on. Maybe it's just because I could. You get the feeling almost that it's considering that answer, and you feel a slight, like, sort of like a sense of approval of it. And then it just, like, it's gone. And you can walk home and take care of your many siblings. Yep. Rue, what have you been doing these past couple of days? Yep. I've been spending a lot of time with Bryn. And very upset about this cow thing. I think this is a really bad idea. I I think I've probably tried to talk to my mom about the cow thing. Um perfect. Uh so we'll start right there. Let's say that Liv is at your place. Uh and you're just talking to her. Have you? Showing your mom or anyone your new friend. He's not shown it to anyone, but he's not like trying to hide it. He's just kind of living normally, and if someone notices, they notice, and if not, that they don't. Sure enough. Okay. Um, he is gonna. Uh, mom. Yeah. Did you know what Gordingar and the Weapon Thanes were planning? I'm not on the ring, but I had an idea. I'm thinking a lot about it, and I... Don't think it's a good idea? I think they're going to come back with more Lunars. And they're not going to ask for back taxes. They're the, uh, that's your lengthy way, darling. No one can make you do anything. Violence is always an option. I think we need a better lie than bandits stole the cows and these are different cows. I think I think we should maybe butcher half the herd and try to preserve it and hide it somewhere and then it doesn't look like we have all these cows. We can certainly talk to Gordongar about it. Or even give some of them off to neighboring tribes or villages, they're going to know if they come back and see we still have our entire herd. 
I don't know if that would even do anything, I'll be honest with you. A lot of this goes back to things beyond taxes, even. Um, well, you know that my cousin, through marriage, is Lika Blackspear, who was also a cousin of Gordagar's. And Lika was the queen of, actually, she's the king, sorry. She was the king of the Colomar um, before Starbrow's Rebellion. When she was exiled, they installed Kangharl on the throne. He's a, um, well, he fought with us, but then he changed sides. Bordengar has never sworn any oaths of loyalty to him. This is more about Gordengar and Kangharl, and Gordengar being loyal to Lega than it is about cattle. And I think we've tried to keep a low profile uh, as long as we possibly can, but sooner or later, as he consolidated his power, he was bound to come around and, well, deal with loose ends. I don't know what that means for all of us. I do know that your ideas with the cows are very good. I don't think they'll matter. I can't lie to you. There were, there was a whole, there's a sizable cavalry unit just a few days up the road at, insert name of village we went to here. Johnstown. Not Johnstown. It was the village we met on the way to Johnstown. Oh, no. Uh, Most people, Birch no, Cross. She, that was like 20 people. Uh, that's, that's more than they came with this time. <laughs> she was she was literally just out hunting with them. They're everywhere. It was just like, yeah, but they're around. Yeah. Uh, I know. I've, I've, it's I've just a roving a party of 20 cavalry on the way just outside of town. There's Hopefully a lot of them are shifting down to the siege. Not that I want them to be there, but... As long as the siege goes on and King Broyon stands as the last of Volsaxi kings, the last free Hortling king, maybe they'll leave us alone. Sooner or later, though, we're going to have to get involved. This is how it was with your mom. My mom, your grandma. I'm worried about the little ones. I know. There are too many families here. We don't have ramparts or trenches or... I know, dear. I know. What happened with you in the hills? We... My mom, man. We... We found the third wind. They, not that they needed us to. I think they knew about the scouts before we did. Good. You helped them. <laughs> That's a stretch, I would say. I would say it's a stretch to say that we provided any sort of help, but... 
She will. So she was kind of like cleaning your house, like the way a mom would, as you're having this conversation. He's like uh, cleaning his house too. <laughs> yeah, nervously cleaning, like. Ah. Um, she comes over and she sits on um, a bench, and she's like passed next to it. I'm gonna sit down next to my mom. <laughs> she takes your hands, and she goes, "Rue, I want you to listen to me, okay?" <laughs> I like look at the mark on my hand. I look at my left hand. It's on, it's on the inside of your hand. So, oh my god! Actually, yeah. Um, she like let's give her a roll. Let's let's see, let's see how mom does on this. Let's let's see. I mean, she is your mom. My mom. She looks down, and you can tell she sees it, but she doesn't interrupt what she's about to say. <laughs> yeah, she goes, Rue. I just look. A lot of things that happened with you happened when you were either very young, too young to remember, or they happened a very long time ago. And I tried my best to shelter you from as many things as I can, but this world is just full of things, almost like the wind currents, Orlance winds, they blow all over the world, and sometimes they pick up leaves and they blow them about, right? And sometimes... People like us, we're like those leaves. We get picked up by the wind and blown. And sometimes we have a choice. We don't get to choose what happens to us, but we get to choose what we do about it, and we get to choose the side we're on when it happens. Choose the right side, son. About sides, I want to be proactive. I want to sit here and wait for them to make a move. And you need to talk to Gordon Gar about it. Talk to your friend next door. She listens. She's literally 50% of our fighting force. <laughs> <laughs> she smiles and she goes, That's probably less than credit, and you're giving her not as much credit as she deserves. One more question. Where'd you get that? She points at your hand. I, I turned my palm face up and say, I found it. Found? And then I will smile. Really charmingly. Aren't I funny, your son? Because you can tell, like, you have tattoos. It's not a tattoo. It's not a nope. brand either. It almost looks like, I guess the best way to put it would be like almost like a birthmark. Like it just kind of like put its way in there. It's not, it doesn't look like it was burned into your skin. It wasn't painful when it happened. And it doesn't look like it was inked into your skin at all. It looks like it just kind of popped into place. Like your skin is darker there. We... We found something in the woods what? that had been waiting for us. I don't understand it. Some kind of dragon newt magic. Did you tell anyone? No, but I, I mean, I haven't been hiding it. <laughs> I didn't. You probably shouldn't keep it secret for now. Maybe tell Gordon Gar, but no one else. <laughs> tell Gordon Gar. It didn't seem hostile. 
Well, that's a, that's nice for a change. Listen, I've got to go. Morganeth is needs me for something, but think about what I said. Choose the right side, because you're going to have to choose Rue. I don't want you to. I wish you didn't have to. I wish we could have settled this when you were little, too. But we couldn't. I love you, Mom. I love you, too, dear. She gives you a big hug. <laughs> Kiss on the cheek. And she goes, all right, now, take care of yourself. Make sure you're eating enough. I'm not skinny. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a mom thing. Uh, so, um, she leaves. And you're alone for a minute. You have a couple minutes to think about what she said. And all of a sudden, the air in your home shifts. And you feel that thickness and the denseness again. And you feel the presence. The same presence that you felt in the temple. And you, again, you don't know, you don't know if you're hearing the voice or, or if it's, or if it's in you, uh, but you just, you just know that you hear this somehow. And you hear, you are afraid of what you are. Your capacity to destroy. Are you man or beast? Does the lion fear its claws? I don't. I. How do you know me? We have. I don't want to say touched because I know all you fuckers are going to giggle. Uh, <laughs> there you go. We have touched. Um, you have found me, and I have found you. Do I get your name? You will. I'm not afraid. I'm just thinking. You feel, <laughs> it's not 100% true. <laughs> you feel uh, a little bit that it knows that <laughs> you feel like it knows that's a little bit of bullshit from you, uh, but you also feel that it's happy enough with that answer, and then you're just gone. And you're left alone. It's, I look at my hand, I'm like, do I need a glove? <laughs> Some tattoo cover-up, just... <laughs> <laughs> just like covering up, covering up your ex-girlfriend's name. <laughs> yeah. I'll find like a little cloth strip and just like tie it around my hand like I've cut my hand or something. I'll just oh, little bandage. My hand. Yep, it's um, just that'll this'll hold me over for three days. <laughs> Bryn. Hmm. What are you doing? Um, I do tell my grandmother everything. Um, <laughs> like grandma, guess what? <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that she and I with everything that's happening with the lunars can just like prepare for an attack, like set up our house, like sharpen sticks, like get a extra exit. You know what I mean? Just prepare. 
to get like an extra a secret entrance in our home so, and stuff so like that. So it's only been it's only been a couple of days, uh, but yeah. you've discussed this, and she's she's down for that. Uh, so what you're doing uh, today is really just kind of like looking at the land, maybe thinking of some things you can do to make your homestead more defensible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and kind of just getting ideas. And as you're walking with her, because she's still pretty spry, Annalie, uh, she's kind of next to you. Is Annalie bigger than you or smaller than you? Oh, Annalie is bigger than me, but not by much. Okay. She's, yeah. she's like a tough little lady. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's small, but powerful. Yes. So she's just right, more so concentrated. <laughs> We're equally concentrated. <laughs> She so just has a lot like, more wisdom. Yeah, she's like, well, we could, um, we could perhaps put some spikes and spike traps here and there, but I worry the cows might step into them and hurt themselves. But it might not matter. What do you mean? Oh, if the cows hurt themselves? If enough people come, anything we do will move matter. We can try. It's the best we can do. We can. I've been meaning to ask you something. About what? Well, it hasn't been very long now. You fought in two battles. Yes. One at Birch Cross and one just now. Yes. At Birch Cross, you killed monsters. Chaos. This time you killed men. They're kind of the same to me. That is what I was going to ask. They understand how you feel. Be careful going down that line, granddaughter. What do you mean? Because if you go too far down that line of thought, you become the monster. You have to remember that at the end of the day, they're just people like us. They're bad people. I know the difference between good people and bad ones. They would say the same about us. We don't do the things that they do. Our God killed their God over a woman and almost ended the world. Look, I'm not saying that you shouldn't hate them for everything that we've done. They've done to us. And I'm not saying that they haven't done terrible, terrible things. I'm just saying that I have seen a lot of those things in my lifetime. And now I sit at the end of it and I see it starting all over again. And I can't help but ask myself what it was all for. And I just ask that you think of that. You might be too young now to understand. But I want you to think of it. Damn it, if my grandma's saying it. It's just a point of view. 
Yeah, she doesn't really say anything to that. She's just kind of quiet. Okay. Grandma just kind of smiles and pats your hand, and she goes, "Don't think of it anymore. I'm gonna go. Uh, gonna go make us some biscuits. Make sure Orton some of the cattle are fed. All right? Will do. Okay. Take your time, yeah. Grandma. So you're out there and you're feeding Ort, and you've got him so you can kind of like put grain in their hand, and they kind of like eats out of your hand, and you have it feeding out of your left hand. I, I would think so. You have like you're looking at the thing as he's like eating the. You know, mm-hmm. the stuff, right? And uh, all of a sudden, you feel that presence. Same presence you felt in the temple. Just like Zach Baggins on a ghost show, being like, I can feel something here. You feel a presence. I, Sarah gets that. No one okay. else does. It's like, it's a ghost, it's like a ghost show. And they'll go Zach somewhere. Zach Baggins is the, when you know you got you know, those ghost shows where people like overreact and stuff, he does it. He's but like the th- king of it dumbest yeah. way possible yeah. and he's got all these like books like i am haunted the zach bacon star like he's yeah. such a fucking tool and he looks like it yeah. and he, he does he looks like a total bro yeah he would have been the guy who like wore his visor like backwards and upside down like yeah. that sort of guy yeah yeah so anyway um do you feel the presence though unlike zach bacon do you feel a real presence and um and you feel this like almost like this energy and, and a shift in the wind and you Maybe hear, maybe feel this voice, and it says to you, the ones you killed, the men who came from far away, they've taken much from you, I can feel it, and you hate them. Will hating them return what you have lost? Why do you fight them? Why are you asking me this? Because I wish to know. To protect my home. To protect my life and the people that I care about. Do you get the feeling that that was a good enough answer? And And to be clear, I hate both of them. Your home and the people you care about? No. (laughs) I hate the people I lost. Oh, yes. Okay. Understand. That was almost just feeding the party to the spider right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's I was doing like, wait, what? I am she's not doing. Do- that's not this character. <laughs> that's not this character. You feed your entire party to try to feed your entire party to a giant spider one time. <laughs> I was saving some babies. Let's be clear. Okay, continue. All right. So, uh, yeah, she leaves you, and uh, yeah. Time Reese. It's been a couple mm-hmm. days. And uh Savin is taking you meditating again. We've gone up up the mountain, past the grove. Uh the, the royal was not there this time. And you go down that down that little rickety, like kind of precarious path onto that small cliff face where Kam- and Savin again is like Meditate. Try to cast your soul to the wind. Feel the wind. Where it takes you, what it shows you. It will show you things that might have been. It will show you things that might yet come to be. It might show you things about yourself. But only if you allow it to carry you where it will. And so he closes his eyes and becomes med- begins meditating. And if you want, you can take a meditating um, 
a meditate roll. Okay. I will say this. Yes. Tyrese is very much not okay right now. Fair. So he has not slept since this incident several days ago. Okay. So he is like hallucinating. Oh my like, god. Not doing well whatsoever. Doesn't know what's reality. Doesn't yeah. know what's not reality. Um, so yeah. Okay. Roll a meditate roll. I played him well. <laughs> you did. You really did. <laughs> I popped the dragon out of here. I'm going to, um, I'm going to uh, boost this with the, uh, my hate for chaos, if possible. This is the reason why I have been awake for three days. Uh, because I ju- so justify um, how your hate for chaos, like kind of like talk to me about that a little bit more. How does that, how, how does your hating chaos play into this? I'm just trying to figure that out. Yeah. So, well, um, well, chaos and the lunars are not necessarily synonymous with one another, Correct. right? Correct. Okay. Yep. And that, in that but case, they do I'll probably, have the crimson bat. In that case, I'll probably try to uh, uh, use the uh, my loyalty for my tribe. Fair. Horrible tribe. Think, I think. I think that, given this situation, fits much better. Because uh, yeah. th- so, Time Reese is um, Time Reese is like he's like haggard and like exhausted. He's been trying to think of something that he can do, and he's been trying to talk to people and and see if they can find out something because the sense of impending doom, like mm-hmm. he feels and he thinks that like everyone's fucked. Yep. So and also, also to add to that too, like, and this would probably mean a little bit more to you than the others. Like, Yresta, the nymph of the pool of Gwathering's well, looked at you guys and was literally like, "There's a shit ton of blood in your future. I see it all over you guys." Yeah. 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 And I met her before I had a good interaction with her. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, but was that the first spirit that I summoned ever? Uh, basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Her exact words was oceans of blood. Okay. So yeah, like I, I cannot emphasize enough that Camrys is like not okay. And if you want to impose any penalties in any way, fucking. Lay them on I, I think I think being totally not okay mentally actually probably helps meditate. Uh, but I would say like roll, roll your um roll your totally you can use your loyalty to your tribe to to okay. augment this roll. And I'll give you another so, plus ten on it because you're fucked up. Probably be a little easier to meditate. So I did I did not get it actually. So with the plus ten, I needed less than a seventy. I got an eighty-eight. Uh, you can use a reroll if you want. We still have some. How many do we have left? Because I wasn't here last session, so. I pretty much took out all the rerolls we don't, we used-ish. So we have two sets of rerolls all around. So essentially we each have two. Okay. I will use one of those right now. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just doing a loose estimate with these. Once five go, I take five off the list. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 64. So I did pass, but just barely with the plus so you, 10. You so you pass. So now you, so that is a, um, a pass on your augment roll, right? Correct. Yep. So now so I need that to adds plus 20 to your meditate plus from my, from me, cause I'm an HGM another plus 10 cause being out of it and not having slept will probably help you meditate. Okay. So I need to get less than a 60. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to re-roll if I don't get this, okay? Yep. 
Fuck. <laughs> I got an 80. Okay. Uh, check it anyway. So yeah. you can do an increase uh, again because you have a very hard time uh, concentrating. Oh, yeah. uh, mostly, mostly because you're, you're just tired and you are... Um, you know, just again, your mind, you know, when your mind just starts racing and you can't, you go into like a doom spiral and you can't stop. Oh, so oh you mind yeah. If I, yeah. Christian, yeah, can yeah, I role yeah. play Helicopter this? Helicopter doom spiral. Yeah, go for it. Do for can it. I role yeah. play what I experience? Absolutely. So obviously strictly for flavor. I will, so I'm not I, will like... ju- I will jump in at some point, but go for it. Okay. So yeah. I, Saban and I are, are in this place and this place is a pretty sacred place. Um, it's where in the past I felt very connected to the wind. Um, which air is my highest elemental rune affinity by a lot, by almost twofold. So I think, um, what happens is, you know, I, I lay down and it takes a lot of, of energy and effort for me to just be still. And I'm trying to focus on my breathing and I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out and I start to kind of sweat and the wind kind of picks up a little bit. And I feel like a gust of wind and I hear it like whisper something. And my head, when I hear that, my head kind of like twitches a little bit. And then I keep focusing on my breathing. And again, but this time from like in front of me, it comes by very quickly and it whispers something. And I kind of like twitch kind of tense again. And before I know it, I'm, I'm again, I'm trying to steady my breathing. And I don't know if this is real or not, but I'm in this like torrent of wind. And this wind is like, it's like howling at me. And it's like, I feel like there are voices on the wind and I don't know if it's spirits or what it is. And I'm, I open my eyes and I look around and I'm in like this, this torrent of, of wind. And it's, I can't see clearly in front of me or, or anywhere around me. I don't know which way's up or which way's down. I'm going to jump in right there. Yeah. So, uh, wind is blow is you feel like you've been picked up and as if you're in, you're in a storm, like a storm of wind is flying all around you. And these winds are, these winds are voices also. And they're coming at you from all sorts of every single direction. They're coming at you and just swirling Mm -hmm. around you and you can't see far like visibility is really really bad like if you mm-hmm. like think of like you know you went underwater and like a, not a clear pool or the ocean where it's kind of green and it's like you don't have like mm-hmm. 10 feet visibility that's how it is you see things moving in the wind around you uh like kind of like just out of sight you can't quite make out what they are there might be spirits uh some of them come close some of them stay far away and as all that wind is whirling around and those voices are they're just driving you crazy you feel a presence it's the same presence you felt in the temple and it doesn't calm the situation. You still feel like you're being blown around in the winds, but you see out just out of your view. You can't quite make it out. Something gigantic and serpentine is like swimming in that wind just around you. Like the way I've watched Shark Week this week, the way a shark will like swim around you and circle you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of circling you. And it circles you for a couple of times as you kind of like, you're kind of like trying to like, what the fuck is this thing? And... You hear a voice, you feel a voice, you recognize it as the way that spirits communicate with you. The others aren't as used to it as you are, but it is uh, this. It says, you stand astride two worlds, yet you belong to neither. Which one would you choose? Can I make a spirit speech roll to make a request to it? Try. I only have a 20. 
So. No. <laughs> okay. I try to speak, but the words don't come out. I feel like I'm under a pool of water. And the wind actually blows into your throat and is making it hard for you to, to speak. But you get the sense that it's circling you and wants an answer somehow from you to okay. its question. I think um I think I just kind of crouch down in the fetal position and I kind of just like cover my ears and my head like this and I just kind of start rocking. Okay. It circles a little bit. And you feel almost a sense of pity from it. And then it's gone. But the winds are gone too. And you find yourself just like on that cliff face in the fetal position, rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Arissa, what have you been up to? Uh, she's been keeping busy, um, taking care of her siblings, taking care of the little altar by her house, um, continuing, you know, kind of probably praying a little more because she's worried. Um, but she's also started, uh, taking walks to try and force her body to get a little better with endurance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but she never goes anywhere without that dragon orb on her person. Okay. Uh, it hasn't done anything since you've brought it home. Uh, you find that it will float on its own if you just kind of let it loose. It doesn't like float around, but it'll just like you let it go and it just stays where it is in the air. She uh, she has talked to it on occasion if she's home alone. Yeah. Just, you haven't just, necessarily. Just... Yeah. You haven't necessarily, you haven't gotten any responses from it, but you also know you don't feel alone when it's around, which is strange. She doesn't expect a response, but it's more just out of politeness Mm -hmm. and like acknowledging its presence. Do you keep it away from your little siblings? Yes. So no one sees it but her. Um, She always has it either in her shoulder bag when she has it on or in one of her many secret pockets in her million layers of dresses. Sure. No one has Wait, seen it. Surely this is a fantasy universe because there are dresses with pockets. Yes. Um, and Arisa <laughs> owns multiple. So, uh, okay. So let's say you've been doing that. You've been taking some walks. It's it's a really perfect walking season because it's nice and brisk out and you're not going to get overheated while you're out doing it. But it's not too cold either. You just have to bundle up a little bit. Which is already um, how Arisa dresses. And honestly, like Birch Cross is absolutely beautiful this time of year because like the birch trees, they get those nice orange leaves when they fall and then yeah. the orange and the white. It's just, it's really nice and pretty. Um, but you're spending some time uh, this morning. You've been, you've been kind of cleaning, you know, sweeping up around the shrine. It's you and your grandma, Esser. And uh, you've been saying some prayers uh, to Shalana Aroy. And um, so grandma looks at you. She goes, you, uh, doing okay? I'm just quite worried about everything, so I'm trying to be as prepared as I can to help out with whatever is coming our way. Much will be coming our way. How much have you told Grandma? 
she really talked about it since she got back. She's kind of been, she's been pretty quiet and just doing a lot of thinking. Okay. So she looks at you and she says, um, you have witnessed bloodshed now. Real bloodshed, not just cattle raid nonsense that the men do, but real, real bloodshed. Both over the mountain and just recently. I can tell. How do you feel about it? It's strange. I know that there is a necessity to some level, despite my discomfort with it. I feel safe in my travels because my friends are quite strong, and I've never truly feared when I'm traveling with them. But I know there is a lot more just beyond my friends and what we've been able to handle. And I don't know what that's going to be like. People talk about warriors as being brave. And it's true, they are. They are. You've you've seen it now. It takes a lot of courage to stand up to someone and stand there with a sword swinging at you or an arrow flying at you. But there are other sorts of courage, too. The courage to face it unarmed. As you have. The courage to not participate in the harming of others. The courage to pick up the pieces after. It's often not spoken of. And the courage it takes to know that, even if it means your own life, you will not raise your hand to harm another. Your parents would be proud of you. Thank you. Her old, like, very gnarled hand kind of, like, pats you on top of yours. I can't tell you what's coming, girl. And I'm not going to be around much longer to deal with it, and I'm afraid. But I know that you're going to be okay. It may be weak here, and she, like, pokes your bony arm. But you're not weak here. And she pokes you in the heart. Like directly in the heart. Like through yes, your, chest. <laughs> through your chest. And pulls your heart out of the chest. Yeah. She just kind of smiled a little and just... Grandma, you're not allowed to die. Who else is going to come for me like this? Oh, I don't know. That boy with the two eyes there, he seems to... uh 
Bright red. Grandmas are always like, I know you have a crush all the grandmas. Bright red. And she just, I, I've been worried about him, actually. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> Grandma's looking smug. He, he God damn it, Grandma! Not like that. <laughs> He, he, and she's just stammering through this, trying to get a fucking sentence out. He sees so much more, and I don't understand. I want to, because then it means I can help him better. But I don't know how. Not all wounds are ones that are visible. As you progress in the mysteries of the White Lady, you'll learn that. And the hardest ones to heal are the ones we cannot see. But don't worry about that now. Go take one of your walks and get strong. I'll make you some tea for when you get back. She just doesn't say anything. She just pulls her into a hug and like no. tucks her head on her shoulder. And then goes off on a walk. She'll she'll put her bag over her shoulder in case she sees anything good that might be good to gather. Like, she'll always keep an eye out for, like, um, animal bones that have moss. fallen, <laughs> moss, useful mushrooms. She oh, she walks, oh, but she also what? gathers. Give me a plant lore roll. Oh, I don't know what I have for that. Uh, I don't think it's great. Uh, oh, no, I lied. That's, I have a 45 in that, my hey. man. Alright, let's go. see. You have a forty-five in plant lore. <laughs> That's one of the things I put one of my bonuses into because it felt right for Arisa. That he gets opium, bro. Of course, she's got a forty. She's got drugs in her bag. She's got drugs <laughs> and a dragon orb in her bag. Oop. Uh, no, that is a fail. Yeah, it's a sixty-three. Unfortunately. Okay, um, yes, that's fine, Troy. Uh, let me just answer your question because I can't keep getting confused because Troy signs on as Amber, viewers at home, because Amber went and fucked with his computer. One apparently. time I used his yeah. literally I one time, and I fucking like, so you can change your name, time. Troy. It's like always Amber. It's never so an like, issue except when we log in with this shit. I so use Zoom to, all the time. <laughs> to answer your question. Uh, it is the dying day of the moon. So it's, um, tomorrow will be the new moon. So it's just like that last crescent go of the moon. Uh, any, and any pertinence to that being affiliated with death? Not necessarily, no. Not necessarily? Not, not within your religion. Is that, it a wild day, clay day, or water day? Those are <laughs> the important days for it me. It is a water day. Shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I will tell you that, um, yes, let me get back to you in a minute. So we'll deal with that. So you succeeded in your role? No, I failed. I got a 63 okay. over 45. You look and you just, you're not finding anything today, but you walked, you, this is the area you've been walking in. So you kind of picked it clean. Um, but all of a sudden you, you stop and, and it's like kind of a very nice afternoon and you kind of where you're up in Birch Cross. Birch Cross is one of the like northerner 
of the holds. So you can pretty much see down the whole valley and you stop and you're like, wow, what a view. You can see the whole valley like stretched out and you can see the gates in the distance and beyond you can actually see like the rest of Sarkar. And I'll say she there. she does that route on purpose because she loves seeing that view. So you're, just, you're enjoying this nice view and you have this nice... Nobody's around. You can see people in the distance doing stuff. Uh, you can probably see Descara from where you are, even though he's like three or four kilometers away. But he's just that tall. <laughs> he's just like, oh, there he is. Uh, but, <laughs> it's a landmark. Yeah, you're you're standing there alone, and you feel the thrum of of the um your orb, and you feel a presence. Ponder it. Yeah, she will. She will pause for a second because that's new. She'll she'll reach into her bag gently and kind of just. Pop it in the air in front of her, like okay, another uh, conversation. It just hovers there, but it doesn't necessarily do anything. It glows a little bit. You've noticed every once in a while it'll glow a little bit. Uh, but you feel the presence and you, and you hear that voice within you. And you might know a little bit about this too, because Shalana Arroy works with spirits a little bit, sometimes particularly healing spirits. So you know a little bit about communicating with spirits. You also went to the spirit world and dragged the woman back from death. So you you know how that, that voice feels. It's, you're not sure if you hear it or if it's like just in your head, but you, you hear it. Uh, and it says to you, you carry a stain within you. One place there through no actions of your own. Yet, you wear it with pride. Why? I have defied her. And I will continue to do so for as long as I live. She cannot take me. And I do the opposite of what she wishes. She wishes death and misery. I wish to bring life and joy. There's a moment of stillness after you say that, and a feeling of approval. And then you don't feel the spirit there anymore, but the orb is just floating there. She she kind of looks at it for a minute. And then just says, Why did you choose us? No answer is forthcoming. Although you wait for a while. After a little bit of waiting, she'll... She'll take it, but kind of hold it up over the view and just say, There is... Everything I have known. Hopefully you can learn more about it too. And then she gently wraps it up and puts it back in her bag. Okay. Troy, what's your what do you got, bro? Um so what, I just so, want so to thinking this so this day to clarify, tonight you have to go to Gordagars for reasons that you do not know. Secret reasons, uh, yes. All all y'all. So Okay, so yeah. my plan will be, while we meet with Gordongar, mm-hmm. um, I need to talk to the rest of the, gr- rest of the group, and I have, mm-hmm. all, I have a favor that I need to ask all of them. Okay. Is it to bury you again? No. 
Dude, no, quit time, asking me to kill you. <laughs> this guy is already on that one. He's over that. Yeah, no, He's like, no, this time I need you to drown me. Lungs are full of dirt. Now we need to fill them with water. Arisa's like, I legally Arisa, can't bring do the this. seeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so you're, you're outside of Gordingo's Hall. It's the time has come. You you all are gathered. What, what do you want to say to him? Uh, well, the first thing that everybody notices is that, like, I'm not okay. Uh, I'm, like, pacing around and, you know, like, kind of twitchy over. and you know, like, look very paranoid, kind of. And, uh, but as when all of you guys kind of finally get there, um, I, like, kind of compose myself very suddenly. And I, I look at all of you and I say, I say, there's something that I need from all of you. After, after this meeting, I, I need you guys to come with me to a place. And I say, it's a, it's a I'm kind of like, obviously struggling to find words, kind of like talking to myself a little bit, talking back to you guys again. I say, we, we can't bring any weapons or armor here. We need to leave them here somewhere. We need to, we need to go. We need to, I need, I need you guys. I need your help. Are you okay? I just, I look at you and I'm like, none of us are going to be okay. Wherever you want to take us, Chimers, I'll, I'll go. Yeah. Nope, no weapons. No armor. No weapons. Whatever you say. Is it dangerous? Very. (laughs) (laughs) I trust him. And I just like, like, very, very serious expression right now. Like dire expression. Interesting. Can I bring Syl? Yes. Okay. Let's go see what Gordingar wants. You you look like you need to sit down for a little bit, Camrys. I'll be fine. Secret meeting with the chieftain. The doors are open um, by weapon things who then uh, invite you in and then shut them behind you, but stay outside. And you find uh, the hall has like a central fire pit and like tables. Typically, there's enough tables for like a lot of people of, of the clan to eat there all together and hang out. Uh, but you find a table just kind of in front of the fire set for a meal for all of you. Uh, and you see there Gordon Gar. The ring, who is um composed of um Yodi, Whiteheart, Gordangar, Savin, Jorganath, Morganeth. There's more people I can't think of. Ah, Aranina. Uh Lonson is also there. And so um Gordangar goes Enter, please eat. And there's like a pretty nice spread of food. Got some hog and some uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. I'm going to try to make sure that Kymreese eats. (laughs) Yeah. If he doesn't reach for food, I'm going to put some food on a plate, push it toward him. (laughs) I kind of, I kind of just like give you like a, uh, 
like a soft, like kind of smile, D- a soft and distant, not present smile. And then I, I compose a sandwich. Drew the sandwich, man. So, Gordon, Gordon, you eat, and um, as you're eating, he goes, um, I suppose you're all wondering why I asked you here. I'll assure you there's no more secret missions this time. But I needed to thank you. And I cannot thank you formally because we cannot let the whole clan know what happened with the third wind. If too many people know of things, then the odds of it getting out to people we don't want to know are too high. But I believe that Valor still should be celebrated, even if it's just in private. And you have done tremendous service not only to your clan, but to the Third Wind as well. And I cannot allow that to go unrecognized. So please eat well. Especially you, you look like you need it. Time <laughs> Reese looks really angry. Okay. Gordingar, I'm happy to help the clan always in any way, but I'm worried about what we did about the cows and the lunars. He drinks mead from his skull. And it's the branding, it's we have they they have a good idea of how many cattle we have and are supposed to have. They'll notice that two hundred are not missing. It was considered. But at the end of the day, I fear will not matter. Everyone keeps saying this to us. If people come looking for the cows, we can hide them. We can even trade a few away once the summer comes and the passes are clear again, so we don't have as many. But what happened was not about taxes. It was about Kang Hall and me. And control. And control. And I cannot allow my people to be starved over them. Nor should we. I never swore any oaths of loyalty to him. I never swore any oaths of loyalty to some red bitch who's highest up in the sky. I swore only oaths to Lika, who was not here anymore, and Sartar. And to Orlev. And he taps the torque he wears. Every chieftain wears a torque. Uh, that denotes their position. And I swore, I swore to my people. I understand that, but I wonder if now was the best time. I don't think we have the strength we need to repel the consequences. There's Orlant's way, and there's also Arnalda's. There is always another way. There's value in playing dead sometimes. We wouldn't be playing had they taken our cattle. Or at least some families wouldn't. 
could have gotten by with less than 200. Not all of us. Where do we move the non-combatants and the children when they come? We should move them into the boats. Boats? Wait, boats? We don't have water. We don't have boats. <laughs> I just kind of like, I, I look up at, I look up at the rest of you guys. I said, we should put the ones that can't fight in boats. Otherwise, they too will drown in the rivers of blood. And I just, looks at you I, just hold, I just hold my face like, like eyeballs are like this. Like, you know I mean, like dying. We need, we need somewhere that they can go that is more defensible than the village. We don't have palisades. We don't have a bunker. We don't even have proper stores for a siege. The fighters can fight here. We can fight anywhere. Well, we have six, seven-year-olds. We have old men and women. The veil itself is a natural, like, funnel, right? Uh, the veil itself are our fortifications. If anything happens, we can get the young and the non-combatants and the elderly out and over the bridge and into other tribes' lands. I have already talked to the Njossi. They will take us in. I have already talked to the Antorling. They will take us in. We need more scouts. We have more advance notice the next time they come. They snuck right up on us. Indeed. I agree with you. We will work on that. Okay. We have many troubles ahead of us. And perhaps even some blood, he says, and he looks at Kymries. But tonight, we have to look back on what we've done. More importantly, what you've done. And so I have some things for you, all of you. <laughs> like we're all like we're very worried and scared. He's like pizza party. So he says, uh, "They will serve you well, undoubtedly, in times to come." Valor needs to be recognized. Take this sausage of the month part club membership. <laughs> no, it's, it's Clarissa. Hmm. Forward. And someone kind of brings something out and takes it. Goes, your wrist. She holds out her right hand. Good idea. He ties like a leather bracelet around your wrist. And in the middle of the bracelet, there's like a quartz stone. And on the quartz stone, there's a single fire room. A light spell. You must use your own power to power it. Shine in the dark. But it'll light for you. A light oh. in the dark. Thank you. Descara? I'll, I'll go... Uh, go forward. Okay. Someone comes up with another thing, he takes it out, he hands it to you, just drops it in your hand. And it's... um. Almost like a lucky rabbit's foot. It's exactly, it is a rabbit's foot. It's, it's a, a single Trojan condom. <laughs> yeah. No, it is, it is a, a rabbit's foot. It's a baby foot. blanket. 
and there's a leather like thong <laughs> off the rabbit. Like a little one on the way. And uh, it is, um, he goes, again, you will need to, you will need to empower it with your own energy, but a silent spell. Hmm. We need scouts. Scouts need to And be you're quiet. very large. <laughs> and I'm very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This will. May it serve be, you well. It'll be quite helpful. Thank you. Just step forward. It will step forward, standing tall. This is a little bit. Now. He, kind of, he kind of pulls it out of his bag because it's um it's reins. It's a set of leather reins, and on them you see motion and beast wounds, like stitched into the leather. And he hands it to him. Oh nice. For your friend. Blessed by beast riders and prax. They'll, uh, if you use them to ride orc with these reins, you have plus 25 on your ride skill. I love it. Yeah, ride like the wind. I love it. She's gonna make eyes with, or not make eyes, she's going to meet eyes with Lonson and Aranina and give them a nod when she goes back. They both nod back at you. Rue. My young general. <laughs> That's tough. <sighs> he takes something out and he goes, lean down. Kind of wants you to. Uh, he'll oh, do so, but he. He says to, I'm sorry, he says, your friend can come too. Oh, so she's, she's been laying literally under the table and I, he's just been like passing her food the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she like pops up onto like the bench and just very awkwardly half pushes like three people off the bench to like clamber <laughs> around. <laughs> you go up and then he goes. She kinda not indicates he wants you to like lean forward. He leans forward, but he watches Gordon Garcia. He takes out it. something that's a necklace and he leans closer as he puts it around and he goes he whispers this to you. You are not wrong to think the way you do. Believe me, I am thinking the same way, but we cannot show as much worry in front of everyone. But do not stop thinking the way you do. It will give a very subtle grim nod. And you see it's a leather thong necklace, and on it is an eagle skull with a couple of runes carved in it, and he goes, Again, you will have to power this with your own energy, but... If you look through the eagle's eyes, you will see farther than you would on your own to help you scouting. So it's a it's a far sea spirit mag- spirit far spell C. matrix on it. Yep. So it's two points two points. That's two points of far sea far sea stackable. So uh, you've got binoculars basically. All right. Amrice. Step forward. I stand up and I kind of slowly walk forward towards him. Okay. Your arm? I kind of like hold out both of my arms. Hmm. Palms up. Almost looks like I'm surrendering. He notices the tattoo on your hand. Everybody ah. 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything about it, though, this time. And then he, he looks says, back and he notices the bandage on mine. Everybody's left The left hand. glove on his <laughs> car. is like pulling a Napoleon. She's got it like in her <laughs> A pocket. Sack <laughs> uh, of blue. Yeah, uh, Reese has got a million pockets. <laughs> you see that he clocks it. He kind of looks at Saban and they make eye contact for a minute. Uh, no, everybody. I, when he, when I notice that he notices Christian, mm-hmm. I kind of just say, what are we without truth? I just say it very quietly, just only so he can hear. Okay. Uh, he looks at you and like doesn't know what to say to that. But he takes your hand, your right hand, turns it over, and he slips a stone bracelet around your wrist. Yay, more rocks. <laughs> and he goes, it's a stone, it's actually a snake, like, biting its own tail. I've got it's, one of those. Don't, you got another one now, carved on your wrist, and uh, he goes, if you are asleep, or you are meditating, or your soul is in the spirit world, and something approaches your body, this will tighten. Mm. Uh, yeah, I wonder what my other one does. <laughs> and Steven goes, a moment, Gorgor, I have something else for him. And he hands you a little bag. It's like a little leather bag with the spirit rune on it. Spirit okay. rune looks like a Jesus fish, but like right side up. Okay. <laughs> I say, what is it? Take a look. <laughs> it's a set of gambling sticks. Oh, fuck, I love that. <laughs> you will most likely need them soon. In like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I will try to use them soon. I'm just thinking to myself, I'll figure it out. <laughs> no. Oh shit! All right, eat, drink, be merry. Teladon, a song. Teladon sings a song, and you have you know the dinner is like it's a little, on. little well over it, but it's, it's all right. Yeah, dull. It's a little has a little bit of a lull on it. He's it's, trying very hard to not have it that way, but uh, people are kind of like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, is Aranina? And Lonson sitting next to each other. No. Nah. Do they look Lonson, at each other a lot? <laughs> Lonson is standing uh, because she's not a member of the ring. So she's technically like standing on guard. Uh, and Erinita is sitting. And I will give you a, a scan roll if you want to look for that. Yes. <laughs> I pull up my binoculars. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I got an 11. Hells yeah. I made that. Um, you notice a little bit here and there. Not Some like major, a couple just times. Just a like, glance here. Yeah, just a little okay. bit. Yeah. We have to ship harder. <laughs> <laughs> the occasional pining from across the hall. Uh, no, no, no. Hansen no. pines for, um, Jorna. Yeah. She's not over her yet. Damn it. is pretty much all business on guard, acting like, I totally didn't kill people that I shouldn't have. It's all fine. It's all good. It's good. Nothing happened. Everything's fine. My information. Yeah. 
that dick didn't have what uh get what he was coming to stumbled over those words but yeah so yeah the evening uh wears on and eventually it's over and it's it's nighttime now but uh yeah what do you what do you got Camrys? take the reins take the reel yeah all right so as kind of everything is dying down we leave the we leave the uh, main area there. I say we should um, perhaps uh, leave our leave our armor and our weapons at uh, Descara's home. Is his home on the way? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we we go to your, we go to your house, and I. You guys can tell I obviously look very uneasy. Um, you also, um, you can smell on my clothing, um, smoke. Like I've been near a fire. That's standard. After, after we stash our weapons, I look at all of you guys and I say, I just want to reiterate that this might be dangerous. I can't promise your safety. I don't suppose it's the sort of danger you can fight with your fists in a rock. Well, not just any rock. It's certainly not your fists. It's okay, Kramers. I trust that this is important. I'm not good at the spirit stuff. I don't know how much help I'll be. I'll try. I just need your eyes and your ears. That's all. All of you. I just need your eyes and your ears. We're all looking for a way out of this mess. We all know what's coming. The more people we have listening, the better chance we might catch an answer. The more people we have looking, the better chance we might see something. A solution, maybe. It's not too, too far. Follow me. Lead the way. I take you guys into the woods outside of the village. And we go to a place that maybe none of you guys have been to before. Um, this is the area where Christian, where we were, where I first, um, saw that, um, figure, that like tall, um, dude with the horns, the spirit. He's like, oh, what or is wider. it? Oh, the wider. The horn man. Oh, yeah, no, the, the man. Oh, the royal. The royal. Yeah, she's so taking us to the girls, deer or so the. There's no a different spirits. Uh, the one that you particularly saw, uh, which is the horn yeah. man. When I was at when I was at the river when I was a child, the mm. one that gave mm. me that rock. God, yes. Okay. So this right. this is the place that I'm taking them. So that is that was up by Crystal Caves. It is a um. Partioned by the river because you're actually you, your dad right. is like getting clay out of the river. Yep. And there's I was little, right there's near the river. Of, yep, there's a little bit of woods right there. So yeah, you go into those woods. Okay. Okay. Once we get there, you guys can you guys put two and two together why you smelled um, smoke, and you look around and you can see that there's a little area that I've cleared, probably I don't know six foot by six foot, about the size of a person, and over the past couple days since this encounter. When I wasn't sleeping, 
I took a bunch of ash and I had burned ash and I sprinkled it in the pattern of the symbol that's on my hand and it's on the ground. And I look at all of you and I say, we have Gordingar here and Sabin and many other wise leaders of this village, but you heard what the spirit said. And so far, they haven't been willing to listen or pose any helpful solutions to this problem. I'm afraid we may have to look somewhere else. There's a lot of knowledge out there, knowledge that we don't have access to. But there are those that do. The reason why I asked all of you to leave your weapons and armor here is because you don't need weapons and you don't need armor when you're not going to war. We're not here to fight. We're here to get answers. Just stay vigilant. And I kind of like take a deep breath and steady myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the rock that I was given by this um, spirit. And I'm going to take Saga Everlapping's rock as well in my hand. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to just squeeze them in both of my palms. Mm -hmm. And uh, for flavor effect if it's okay if one of them is maybe a little bit sharp just enough so it can cut my hand absolutely and when that happens again there's just i just imagine the moonlight up overhead it's very dark right and i just kind of slowly walk into the into the circle of ash into that symbol and the blood just kind of drips from the stone in my hand down onto the ground and i'm going to go ahead and attempt to summon a spirit okay so you're going to cast your summon spirit spell. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's take a look at that. Actually, let me pull it up because we need to go over how that works. And it is a little odd. It's not. It's written in a strange way. But uh, excuse me. We'll yeah, this is the time when Twitch chat, if we're confused on something, maybe uh, <laughs> if we get something wrong. We think we have it figured out, but, you know, obviously expert opinion <laughs> is welcome. So here's here's what it says. And I actually searched online and there was like not a lot of like answers to it. So it's it's summons summon entity. You have summoned spirit because as a shaman, that's what you're going to summon. Right. Right. Uh, so it says to use this spell, the caster must inform the game master of the summon spell being used. We're using summon spirit. Shamans and adventurers normally summon spirits. Okay, that's cool. We got that. Uh, Let me go to the next page. Summoner states how many magic points they are using, and the summoner cannot use more magic points than are available. If the number of magic points used is less than the magic points possessed by the specific entity being summoned, then the ritual automatically fails. The magic points powering the summon spell are expended whether it succeeds or not. Fair enough. Mm. If successful, a random specimen of the desired entity type magically appears at the spot where the summons was performed. One melee round after the summons is completed, the entity is not under the control of the summoner, unless an appropriate control spell is then cast, which you do not have. It may be friendly, neutral, malign, or evil to the summoner, as determined by moi. And uh, there you go. That's Jesus, what, what are you fighting on here? Thanks for coming, boys. <laughs> Shouldn't we have sacrifices or gifts or something? I now have gambling sticks. <laughs> so you can. Um, so you're going to cast Summon okay. Spirit. How many magic yeah. points are you expending? 
So, and just like to reiterate, <laughs> ma- magic points are, I have magic points equal to my power. Correct. Saga Everlaughing's Rock does not grant me additional points. It, it just stores it, points. It gives, it has 10 more in it that you could also burn if you wanted to. If you use them, you just have to replenish them at some point. Okay. So think of it as a little bank, right? Right. It's and a power in order. Bank. Let's yeah. just say, hypothetically, if I summon a spirit and it is wanting to hurt us, I would need magic points to fight with spirit combat, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because those are your hit points in spirit combat. Right. <laughs> oh. So if you so, summon it and it mad and it real powerful and you have no hit points, it kill you. So, <laughs> so this is Kymrese's thought process, yes. which is not great right now because he's very not okay. Cracked but yeah. um, Rue keeps looking at Orissa like he thinks the he he's certain charge. that the entity that he saw earlier today is like immensely powerful. So he's not mm-hmm. worried about summoning that. He mm-hmm. he is under no illusion that he could summon that, even if he used all of his power to do so. So I'm going to use the 10 points from the rock as mm-hmm. the blood is dripping from it down my hand. I like it. And then I'm also going to use an additional five points. Okay, fair enough. Um, so you squeeze, you, you walk around, you begin to walk around this circle of this dragon. You know it to be a dragon newt road. That's what it is. Uh, I'll pop it back up here on, on, for everyone watching at home. And you begin to walk around it in a circle. And as you squeeze the rock, you begin to, you know, speak the words that you've been taught in spirit speech that calls the spirits to you. And in this version you're doing, it's a very generic version in which you're just calling to any spirits that might be there to appear and show themselves. And you're squeezing so hard and you're conscientious so hard that blood is just running out of your hands and it's falling. And you realize as you do it, it falls in a circle around mm. that moon. Right, like the blood uh, itself is moving, like it's to dripping. The, out, it's, no, it's dripping out of your hand, and oh, okay. it's becoming a yeah, it's becoming a circle around that room. Okay, flowing okay. into a circle. Yeah. Eventually, originally it was just dropping as you walked around in a circle. It starts flowing into a circle as you do that, and then you, you you you're you're so tired, you're having a hard time concentrating. When you're casting, you're, you're chanting the words, and you see that the ash that's laying there begins to smoke again. Yes. <laughs> it begins to smoke oh, and more no. and more until eventually it becomes, Sorry, it, becomes boys. A, it becomes a flame. It just okay. bursts into this. Ah, uh, Rue growls. And I'm, like kind of in, you know, I'm still in the middle of this, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, you're walking around it, I thought you said. No, I walked I walked into it, but it but uh, the ash okay. the ash is outlined in the pattern. So perhaps I'm in the yeah, center where it's not burning. You are, you are in the center. The triangle. It's, it begins to fire the fire starts around you. The flames reach up to like waist high for you. And it's it's okay. extremely hot. But you're standing in the middle now chanting, Orissa, you feel the orb pulsing. Because I'm assuming you have it on you. Yeah, yeah. She okay. she reaches into her bag and she just pulls it out and just holds it to her chest. It whooshes up into the air. Ah, shit. <laughs> and the fire, just the flames around you, Kyrie, just blast up and then just drop. And everything's quiet. Do I quiet. take some damage? Nope. Everything's quiet for a minute. You feel a wash of heat and you feel as if you should have been burned, but nothing touches you. Everything okay. is quiet for a minute. And all of a sudden, you realize there's a light above you. And it coils down. And then it coils all between you. And you see as it comes down, it's a dragon. 
<laughs> it's about eight to twelve feet, eight to twelve feet long. It's got these big face, almost human like face with like whiskers that are almost like a mustache. And very, very wise, ancient eyes, and it scales, even though it's a spirit. You've most of you have seen spirits at some point or another, it's a little bit translucent. This is clearly a spirit, it's not a real like in the flesh dragon. But its scales are iridescent, almost like all sorts of lights just reflect off it like a rainbow, rainbow pattern, right? And it just flows down and it flows first around you, almost like a shark circling. And then it spreads out and it swims all around all of you. Just kind of takes a moment to circle all of you. Rue Sill is just kind of like, kind of like Tuck's tail. Oh, she's a little coward. Okay. All right. Not- a little bit. Uh, <laughs> is Des, is Nightclaw with you? Uh, uh, he's probably, he probably followed along, but, but he's kind of like ears back, kind of gives it a hiss as it swings by, but not like, just kind of like a scared cat hiss. Yep. Uh, and it circles and it circles to like, eventually it goes to the point, the point of the dragon rune on what you had drawn on the ground, which is now just seared black into the ground. And it stops there because when it floats there, it can look at all of you. So. It's, like, right in front of me, and everyone else is, like, behind me. I'm assuming everyone's kind of spread out around you. Yeah. But you want us to keep an eye out so we're circling yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but where it where it is at the point of the dragon root, it can take all of you in. Shit, dude. Okay. And it's staring at you. I, uh, I hold up my hands, like this, and, uh, I say, um... I say, I come to you because something I love very much is in danger, and I need answers, and I didn't know where else to go, and I'm hoping that you can help. I mean you no harm. You know, I kind of let my hands kind of go back down to my sides. And it kind of looks at all of you. And as it, as it, it's not just floating in the air. It's kind of like, as it does, it's kind of like undulating, right? It doesn't almost like still. it's like underwater or something. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't stay still. It's huh. almost like it's like swimming in place. Right. Uh, and it goes, I have come to you as well. Or rather you came to me. Does the voice sound familiar to all of us? It's what you heard. And you sensed the presence that you sensed in the temple. What would you have of me? I say, there is... There is great danger that's brewing. I have tried to speak with the elders and the leaders of this village, we all have. But they don't seem to have any answers. Everything here in this place is all that I have. And I would give everything I am to protect these people. There must be another way. Arnalda says there must be another way. You would say that, Kyrie's to I. <laughs> I sensed it. 
I sensed it in all of you when you came to my temple. It is perhaps not fair that I know you and you do not know me. I am Shah Vashak, who is called the Rainbow Worm by men. Or it was. Like you, I have lost much. He says that and he looks at you, Brynn. Like you, I stand astride two worlds and belong to neither. He looks at you, Camrys, when he says that. Like you, I have searched far and wide and I do not know what I seek and I have not found it yet. He says that to you, Discar. Like you, I know what it is to fear what it is I can do. Looks at you when he says that, Rue. And like you, I know what it is to be incomplete. He says that, and he looks at you, Arissa. Uh, I think something just went wrong on... Okay, nope, sorry. Stream just went down for a second. Sorry, we're good. Okay. That's interesting, because he had, like, no drop frames. That's weird. Uh, we good? Yep, it it just went on to a error screen, but it came back. So, we're good. Anyway, uh, so yeah, he says, I know what it is to be incomplete. Long I have lain in the temple where I was bound by men who sought my secrets. I do not seek your secrets. I only seek your wisdom, your guidance. Help me protect my He kind of like whooshes at you and looks at you and he goes, I know that. You would not have found me if the answer was otherwise. And it kind of swims near you again. I know that I have dreamt long, and this world about me has changed. Your world always seems like a dream to me anyway. I do not know the answers that you seek right now. But I do know that if you will bind yourselves to me, I will bind myself to you. And we will find those answers together. What do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, I guess. I, too, need answers. I, too, have lost much. I, too, have that which I would protect. If you help me, then I will help you. There is a goddess I have dedicated my every fiber of my being to. I will carry you and aid you as long as it does not interfere with my following of her and her will. Little white lady, I would never ask you to do anything you would not do on your own. 
I guess I'm the first uh, to kind of speak up in reference to his suggestion. And I say, mm-hmm. I say, um, you have lost your people. And if you can, if you can make me a promise to help me not lose mine, then I will do my very best to help you find yours. I will scour the worlds, both seen and unseen, to help you find the answers that you're looking for. And I kind of just like bow down on my knee before. I will help protect your people as much as I can. That's all I need to. I don't trust you. I don't know you. If binding goes deeper than this, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for that. Kind of like tilts his head at you the way like a cat would. And it it looks at you deeper. To me, this is. I don't mean to insult you. Your intentions could be honorable, but I have no way of knowing that, and you're bargaining from a position of knowing more than we are. What else would you want to know? I'll tell you all I can. I don't think you can tell me what I want to know. I want to know your character. You can only tell me what you think of yourself, not what you really are. Hmm. Kind of tilts his head the other way. <laughs> oh no, I've drawn too much attention. No, he goes. He says, "You'll have to show me." Fair enough. Nothing is bound permanently in this world. You are welcome to walk with me if you wish for a time, and if you do not like what you see, you are free to go. I ask only you would not. Reveal my secrets to those who would control me. I would never do such out of malice. I know. What do you need of us first? Only that we bind ourselves together. The rest will come with time. We will take time to learn of each other. I have slept, I can feel it, for long centuries. I need to know what is going on in the world. I'm sure it has changed much while I lay sleeping. In that time, you may come to know me. If you decide you do not trust me at that point in time, That is fair. Are you not already traveling with us? You spoke to me in my house today. I only watched you. Perhaps it was unfair of me, but I needed to know more of who I revealed myself to. I asked each of you a question, so I will give you each a question to ask of me. (laughs) 
Then I have to ask a good one. I mean, I don't have a question. If Kymrys trusts him, then I will too. Who is your greatest enemy? Time. Time? He said time? Motherfucker mm-hmm. just said time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rue's like, like alright, I'm in. <laughs> Some bitch is good. <laughs> Motherfucker just said time. He's like, gravity? I fall down a lot. <laughs> Jeez. Some lactose intolerance. <laughs> I ask you the question you would not answer when last we spoke. It's going to have to help Christian with that when he's old. Well, no, it's just a penis. Everyone else knows. Sorry. <laughs> Why did you show yourself to us by opening those doors? because you did not want to find me and you were not looking for me. Good questions, guys. Think of good questions. (laughs) The rainbow worm. It's terrifying. I have something that's so fucking good, guys, but I really would like to go last if it's okay with all of you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. God damn, this is going to be fucking good. <laughs> You're the only one really left, Eskar. Yeah, Des doesn't really have a question for him. He's... I'll like what I told you earlier today, I don't know what I'm looking for or what I'm supposed to do or why I'm looking for it really. But if it can help me understand something, I'll follow you and I I'll come to know later on. There. I can teach you much. What you do with the knowledge will be the test of your character. He'll nod and just take a uh, take a look at Kaim Reese as so, Kymrys at this point is still, he's, he hasn't spoken. He's still his head down. He's on his knees before this, this creature. And with his head low without looking at the dragon, he starts speaking kind of softly. And he says, he says, Spirit, I know that you must be powerful. You must be powerful because I used the last peace, the last remnants of the memory of Saga ever laughing, scribe of the Harborn clan. And I, my, I'm squeezing the rock harder in my hand now. Her last, 
her last essence, her last power, I used to call upon you in this moment of need. The woman who laughed in the face of the crimson bat, who laughed unto the very edges of oblivion. And I, at this point, I lift my head up to look at him and I start to stand up slowly and I say, I ask you not a question, but a simple mundane favor. I say, if you have the power to help us, then surely you can grant me this simple request. I ask you for one small boat. That way, if you fail us, and if I lose everything that I hold dear, at least we have something that the women and the children can stay afloat in amidst the oceans of blood. Boat? I'm, I'm sorry. You heard I'm me. A Christian, I want to hear it. Okay. You heard me. One small boat. That's all I want. It kind of looks at you and, um, <laughs> it actually looks at you quizzically uh, for a minute and it says to you I do not know what the crimson bat is I assure you you're better off not knowing I cannot give you a boat now But I will act as a boat to ferry those who are weak away, should the time come. Very well. That is all I ask. Then we are bound. For now. So, go ahead. And how do you break this bond? (laughs) (laughs) Spirit disappears. (laughs) As with any other bond that bonds people, individuals, nations together, you must wish it to cease to be. I look at everybody else like I Rue is the one who's really not sure about all this, but he's here and he's got a mark on his hand <laughs> and he's talking to a dragon. <laughs> ask away. You can ask other things of me. I'll answer whatever I can. I have had time to observe you. It is only fair that you may ask much of me. I'll ask, answer as truthfully as I can. There is much that I do not know of your world. But it is not the world that I last knew. I can sense that already. Who do you regret hurting? And tilts his head and looks at you. And he goes... There are those that I have hurt, and in hurting them, I realize I also hurt myself. There is no hurting others without hurting yourself. So to say that I regret hurting others would be to say that I also regret hurting myself, which I do. (laughs) Which I do. Believe me, 
I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> I am a trustworthy individual. <laughs> it's like, Earth's oh like, everybody's like, ah. Who imprisoned you again? Are they still around? You're hiding, clearly, so something of them is around. Is it God? Men. Men imprisoned me. Shouldn't they be dead now? They are. Been imprisoned a long time. They called themselves the Empire of Worms, friends. And they sought to use our power and our knowledge. Not to better themselves, but to glorify themselves. So you're not free yet. Part of me is. Do you know where your body is? No. Do you have any other dragon allies or enemies? Should we happen to run into more? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there's Gorlock, the Eater of Stars, yep. and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Big Bad Motherfucker, the Cosmic Asshole. I, no, I feel like... Which, wait, which is the dragon that Orlanth cut the head off? Uh, he, Shakarazil, the dragon of the, he, the cosmic dragon. Yeah. Actually, Orlanth killed two dragons. Shakarazil, the cosmic dragon, and Aroka, who swallowed Heller and made a drought. And then when he cut Aroka open, like, rain came back because Heller popped out. I feel like... <laughs> so, uh, so he looks at you when you said... So, so, so you... At, no, what, I want to address this. So, Rue specifically says, um... Whether the dragon allies or enemies you have, right? Yeah. So, we so be watching at, out for. It looks at you and it goes, um, I don't think that our ways are not your ways. And the ways of men are the ways of hate and violence and often disagreements end violently. Our ways are more, well, we disagree, but we do not kill each other. That's an evasive answer. <laughs> to be fair, sounds like a nice enemy. <laughs> I'm not saying that I won't work with you if my friends are in. I'm, I'm not going to leave them alone in this, but... I guess I just have a skeptical mind. That is fair. Trust this thing. You guys are so ready to trust this thing. Ah! <laughs> I mean, you Listen, we don't have much of a choice, honestly. He might not need all of us, to be fair. Do yeah, we know that's which very dragon possible, chased... too. Do we know which dragon chased away the Crimson Bat? Nope. Do we Here's have uh, tales of what it looked like? It was a brown dragon. But that is all that anyone knows about it. 
Oh, one eye. And it was. <laughs> not, it was not. And it was not one of the like known dragons uh, that that are about. There's there's a red dragon, a black dragon, a green dragon that are like okay, that's the veil where that dragon's sleeping. We don't go there. Yep. Uh, but this was the. Yeah, brown I'm gonna dragon ask that, about the brown the dragon. Brown, the brown dragon that drove off the crimson bat. Nobody knows what dragon that was. Just showed oh, up. So this kind of dragon is one we've never ever heard of before in existence. Know. Uh, you don't know a ton of like dragon lore. Yeah, right. uh, uh, you do know that you do all know, and Rue is the only one is going hardline tradition here. Like, for Lanthi, people typically don't cuss dragons or want them around. Uh, you guys also know, like, the Empire of Worms friends, you would grow up knowing this because this is part of your own clan history. They, like, reached too far and too greedily. They learned to speak the draconic language, Old Wormish. They were, they were like, trading and talking to the dragon newts, uh, which Sartar did too, but they got, like, really in with them and were learning their magic and were casting this, like, great spell that was taking centuries to cast and were becoming men were becoming like dragons. Mm. Uh, but they were using that power, again, like the dragon said, they were using it for human purposes. Uh, and eventually the dragons were like, nope, that's not good. We're not going to allow that. You guys saw that coming and left the Vale. You went <laughs> south, and and everybody got killed by dragons. Could, could Christian? Could we maybe make a elder race lore, or even a celestial lore role if we have it? Uh, what what specifically are you trying to figure out? Um, to see if we know anything about this brown dragon that drove off the crimson bat. I would say yeah, maybe an elder race lore. Uh, I mean, it's a stretch, right? Like, yeah, I, I have 15. I probably yeah. have the most yeah. of anyone. So, go, go for it. I, I mean, really, honestly, uh, um, go for it. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm just going to ask this dragon about the brown dragon. Okay. Holy <laughs> fuck, I rolled a nine, boys. Hi. It's okay. Um, it was brown. <laughs> All I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, that's a, that's fair, right? I mean, no. Again, I will say roll you, I, will, I will. I will say this to you. Let me just grab this book really quick. It's just I the want, knowledge just isn't out there. I want no, 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 the no. exact Pantio color slide of what shade of maybe, brown this dragon is. You're like everybody says Christian, it was brown, but he wasn't. He was mocha. Maybe, exactly. Maybe it could be something I know that was that was. Cryptic that maybe I learned from Saga Everlasting from a text or from something somebody said. Well, you can't right? read. She was you a scribe. Didn't, you, didn't, you didn't read it from any text. So here we go. Okay. This is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you what you we know about. We can't read. We know about dragons. Okay. All right. So you know that there is a red and green dragon. They both have veils. They participated in the slaughter of people. It was called the Dragon Kill War. They participated in that slaughter, and they are in veils. Over the, over the mountains on the other side of Carofin, there's a red dragon and a green dragon veil. Well, those dragons have been sleeping for the last 500 years, and nobody goes to fuck with them. Okay? So you know about those dragons. And you know about a dragon called the Black Dragon, which is hasn't been seen for a long-ass time, but is very, very tight with someone called Crag Spider the Fire Witch. Mm-hmm. Who is a troll demigod? Who is uh, she? Is yeah. um, the go- she's the goddess and ruler of the castle of lead, which is to the north of where you guys are, up near like Aldature. And she and that dragon are like this. Uh, you've heard rumors like she controls it. You've heard rumors that they're lovers. You've heard rumors that they're friends. Nobody knows. They're best buds who fuck. Everybody just knows that they are. <laughs> everybody just knows that the dragons are there. That dragon is there. Realistically, other than the fact that the spine, the, the dragon spine mountains, which is the mountain chain that makes up Carol Finn, uh, the mountain chain of Carol Finn is the spine of 
um, Shakara Zeal, the cosmic dragon that Orlanth killed. That's all you know about dragons. So that's what you get with the success roll. The dragon that showed up to defend Sartar from the Crimson Bat was brown. No one had seen it before. No one had seen it since. The Crimson Bat that Kymrys mentioned. At one of the last battles it appeared at, a dragon with brown scales drove it off. Oh, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny that you say Dave. I have to tell you why I don't call my husband Dave. (laughs) I call my husband David. A lot of people call him Dave. I can't because the word Dave sounds brown to me, and it makes me think of gravy. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> it is an association that I cannot shake. Why? But I call him David, gravy. or I will think of gravy every time I talk to him. Is it? You should call him brown Dave gravy. On and only McCormick's on brown gravy. That is the is most just explanation I have ever heard. <laughs> is it? Is it because Dave? Sort of rhymes with gravy, or is Probably. it because yeah, Dave, Dave feels brown? Okay, Dave feels brown, but like <laughs> the exact brown of brown gravy. <laughs> I, under- <laughs> I understand this because I do mentally similar things. Sorry for it. So now there's so, a gravy yeah. dragon. And this is where we are. <laughs> hey, listen, we 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 have yeah, we have a red bubble. I'm saying first sticker. Dave sounds brown. <laughs> He just blasts the crimson bat with McCormick gravy. Just (laughs) (laughs) just becomes a turkey. Um, No, uh, so so seriously though. All right, so you asked the question about the brown dragon. Brown, yeah, with brown scales. Are you acquainted with any brown scaled dragons? Could have been one that was born after my time. Actually, it doesn't say born. Could have been one that ascended after my time, it says. Could have also been one before your time that you don't want to name. I'm like trying to, I'm like, how do you see a tell in a dragon? It's impossible. Yes. Yes, he says that out loud. <laughs> oh my god, can this thing attack Amber? <laughs> it just looks at you and uh, it says, um, I can understand you doubting me. But I do not know the answer. I just told you I would ask answer it truthfully. We're just gonna cross his arms now. This is not productive. <laughs> He's just staring at this dragon spirit like <laughs> I think Kymrys at this point will will say to you, Rue, he'll say, um, this dragon's been imprisoned for a very long time. I think he probably recognizes better than any of us the importance of free will and choice. If you do not wish to join with him, then you shouldn't. Is it already too late? He looks at his hand. As long as you have time, it is never too late. I'm not leaving my friends. 
friend will smile at you. Where they go, I'll follow. Give me a second here. Hold on a minute. David Not until the very end, am I right, Discara? <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. You could, you, could, you could attempt an insight roll if you wanted to. <laughs> insight on a dragon. All right. Yeah. How's this going to go? I rolled an 83. That sounds about right. He's got a scaly face and shifty eyes. <laughs> My spoiler, my insight is not 83. <laughs> <laughs> huh? How can you tell if a dragon yep, is how can I tell? Yeah. Just get he's I I understand an evasive answer when I hear one. I don't know why he's evading though. <laughs> oh, okay. I will yep, I will I'm not leaving my friends. I'll follow them. Even if I'm not following you. There. We will be bound then while we agree to travel together. I will help you and tell you the truth. If you will help me and do likewise. Are we able to even hide the truth from him? Need anything of you right now? Because I need some time to understand the world that I have come into. With your consent, I will watch and learn. Of the world. This is just a small part of the world. I understand that. I think there are some places where people are safe and happy, maybe. Just not here right now. Not from my time. (laughs) Just not here right now. (laughs) Uh, He looks at you and he goes, If that were the truth, it was not so in my time. Ah, man, Rune just looks really bummed by that. (laughs) Is there anything else you would have of me now? No. (laughs) Rune has more questions, but now is not the time. I will be in my home, then. The orb? Yes. A little nod. <laughs> you may all call on me if you need me. And it just kind of fades out and the orb kind of floats down. She reaches out her hands. Yeah. When he uh floats back into the orb and kind of that light like disappears, Kymris just collapses into unconsciousness. Oh <laughs> good, he's sleeping. What the I know he can still hear us, but what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Arisa quickly wraps orb back, puts it in bag, pulls out bandages, and immediately starts taking care of Kymrisa's hand covered in blood. I'm just out. I'm out like a light, bro. Yeah, but it's Arisa, you knew the second you said that happened. Guys, this is very unnerving. I. I know Kymrice has good instincts sometimes, but sometimes he does burn his hands on really hot doors and they don't open. Um. <laughs> that that dragon 
knows so much more about everything that is going on, even if he's been asleep for a thousand years than we do. It would take nothing to manipulate us. Nothing. But what could he gain from us, though? Like you said, he knows so much more. We have fucking nothing to give him, bro. You're unconscious. (laughs) I I know, I know. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it would take nothing. You could do it in his sleep. You could do it with with a word. With a breath. This is very dangerous. It is. Can we warn us of that? I think he meant, was talking about that. Please be skeptical and cautious with he didn't give us a name. Just the rainbow worm, I guess. He did give you a name. Shaba Shock. Oh, yeah. Shaba Shock. I wrote it down and then forgot it immediately. Yeah. Rue, what do you think that he could learn from us? That is so dangerous. I'm not worried about what he could learn. I'm worried about what he could do to us. We're small. You're everything to me. We're still small to the world. And if he's doing something to me, we'll probably go together, to be fair. We're short on time anyways. Camrys is right. What do we... We've, we've got nothing right now. This maybe now we have something. <laughs> I understand the gambit and the gamble. I I do. We're, we're desperate. Desperate times, desperate measures, desperate gambles, just... The thing is, Just because we're working together doesn't mean we shouldn't question things and be cautious. He is, says he speaks the truth. Maybe he does, but you can lie with shades of the truth. The thing is, Kymri speaks in two different languages as well. He knows things that and sees things that a lot of us don't. He is also 16. <laughs> I want to point that out. He's sleeping right now, so I can talk shit about him. He's 16. <laughs> He's 16, and but... formerly dead. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully I know. The rest of us don't know that. Sure. Yeah. Maybe he, just Descara. He has a connection to the spirit world. I Nobody would deny that, but he's also... Flesh and blood. And 16. And gods make stupid mistakes. Kymreese can do it too. Any of us can. <laughs> like Kymreese does it well. <laughs> in style. Just, I want you all to... What I'm saying is I want you all to promise me that you will be careful with the dragon. I think Marisa said, of course. (laughs) I'm not muted. I'm just quiet. But she, yeah. Yes, of course. We'll look pointedly at Descar and Bryn. Just, I don't even know how I would fight something that I can't fight. You don't have to fight it. Just be careful. Don't just agree. Don't, don't jump when he says, don't. I just did. Yeah. Don't do that a lot. Like. Think about things. Maybe give it some time. 
If he's just hanging out and observing, that's fine. But it starts with a small favor and then... So you're saying that you don't trust us to make the right decisions? Yeah. <laughs> you just said that if Kaim Reese trusts you, I trust you, like, implicitly, yeah. completely, without question. That's what I want you to not do. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying I made the wrong decision. Again. Again. I'm not saying the decision was wrong. I'm saying that... You're worried. The process was dangerous, haphazard. <laughs> you're worried. I get I'm it. Always worried, Bren. I get it. We don't know what this is. You're right. We'll see where it goes. There's nothing we wow. can do. Wow, <laughs> Christian, fuck <laughs> you, man. He knows better than that. <laughs> Look in Zoom chat. Listen, not a single man in this party knows how to talk to women. Let's start there. Okay. Oh, hey. Oh, <laughs> you want to see Bryn start throwing hands? Camrys is <laughs> doing good. Camrys do is doing good because Arisa is also a weird fuck. Okay, yeah, dude, you don't need to talk. You just need to give people rocks, man. You guys don't fucking pay attention. <laughs> We're here You're where like we are now. <laughs> There's nothing we can do right now. We'll see what comes next. We have other things to worry about. Des, come get, come get Camrys. <laughs> Perfect. I can't Careful. carry him. Yeah. Careful with Ruin, his hand. Give, I just Ruin bandaged gives you it. Desk, like noticing that you did not promise or say anything. Really. <laughs> God damn it! Nor did I. <laughs> you're unconscious. <laughs> yes. Listen, little man. If I don't like what you're doing, I'll just pick you up. <laughs> uh, you best not. <laughs> Little man, little man, I, I know. I know you're talking about Kaimus, but you made a little joke and I'm still fighting for it. He fights for the small. Exactly. <laughs> Team small sticks together. We're a knight of the small. Small but small. Small but can't carry small. another small. <sighs> I'm just going to sigh heavily. One of us, it would be easier. I can do it. I could do it. Not super pleased. Nice I'll wake up tomorrow morning. All right. <laughs> you want, you want, okay. Uh, uh, I mean, we can probably stop there. Yeah. I was go ahead. Say, no, go. Go. If you no, have no. more stuff, go for it. Go for nope. it. Um, I didn't like, have anything. I was just saying uh, probably we had um, back. As they go back, Arisa will kind of jog up to Descara and just say, make sure he sleeps. I know it won't be an issue for long, but he needs rest. Swaddle him up and tuck him into the bush outside of your window. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap him in a flammable linseed oil and put him near the communal fire. We're just going to walk back with Bryn. Are you mad at me? I need a little. You said again, like I like I criticize your choices all the time. What what was the first one? I guess to walk away from this cave the first time. You didn't walk away from it. I didn't, but I wanted to. And you went in without looking back. 
Kaimi's winning first. I was, I didn't want to, I didn't want him to go alone. Wow. In the unconscious guy. And. I guess then it was my fault too. I turned away from my aunt. Brent, it wasn't either or. It kind of was. If it was, she'd be dead by now. We got lucky. And. It's not just about your aunt. We have the whole veil to protect and very little things to protect. And I was thinking about the crimson bat and the dragon and the doors were open and they had dragon newt runes on them and they opened for us. So what's different now? I just want to take our time with it. We don't know why the bat, the dragon chased the bat away. But if it hadn't, everyone would have died. I guess that was on my mind when the doors opened. I know you want to look out for our people and all of us. I don't know. You don't? In that moment, I was thinking more about protecting my aunt than anything else. Your aunt is very good at protecting hers. Yes, yes. I don't want to lose anyone else. I don't want you to either. We'll just walk. (laughs) (laughs) So you all um, get home one way or another. And probably have a troubled night's sleep. Except for Kyrie's. Knocked out cold. And we'll, uh, we'll end there. So, um, mechanically, y'all have a whiter now. <gasps> oh, oh, great, because the other whiter's toast. <laughs> Don't say Back that. Up Is whiter. it possible to have two whiters? Yeah. So there's Like the many gods? So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. But also, so a whiter is a spirit of a community of some sort, right? So the uh, royal oh. is the community spirit for the Haraborn clan. Uh, the Dragon is your whiter of your little group. So I will. Um, we I'll have a group whiter. I'll, I'll get to more of the mechanics later with you. But right now, the first and most important one is when you have a whiter, you have a loyalty to that group, right? So you all gain a new loyalty at 60%, and you all need to come up with a name for it. I was oh, going to say, do we have oh, a name for our God. people? Yeah. Loyalty Dave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That Gravy that picture Davey. of Dave is... I want a picture of <laughs> Dave fighting the Crimson Bat. I got you, Amber. I got you. Dave McCormick fighting <laughs> the Crimson Bat. Dave McCormick. <laughs> the dragon or specifically Dave McCormick? Dave McCormick is the name of the dragon. <laughs> like the seasoning, like the gravy company McCormick. <laughs> I can I can get this to you. You know my skills. I have a very any, particular anyone watching, skills. Anyone watching with any artistic ability... 
<laughs> Send us Dave McCormick, you know Gravy Dragon versus the Crimson Bat. <laughs> that's, that's what we want for our fan art. Our first piece of RQ fan art, not on characters saying, or anything. If we got, if we got a McCormick. McCormick dragon fighting the Crimson Bat, like our, I feel like that'd be worth a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's awesome. I am terrible with names, so I have no idea what to call our our little band of. What about his? What about his dragon name? Sha, uh, Shara. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like it's this. I feel like that would nah. be appropriate. Oh, that's Shabba how you spell that? Nope. Nah. It has to be more nah. us, because he's the whiter Shabba of Shock. our community. Like, we're not his servants. He's our whiter, and is supposed to represent us, what we are to each other. Oh, I Which see. Which is a bunch of she's and bees. She's and bees. <laughs> I have Mm. We're gonna have to think about this. We're gonna have to think about this. Yeah, pizza. yeah. Give us yeah. send us your suggestions. Time. Give us ideas. Jog our minds. Yeah. <laughs> take your time. Take your time. Come up with something amongst y'all. Viewers, uh, email us viewers, ideas. Loyal fans, what do we seem to each other to you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give suggestions because it's your thing. So you you figure stuff out. Yeah, we could ask chat. Some- that's true. Yeah, we can yeah, ask chat. chat. Yeah. Um, might not I'm, take I'm, a suggestion, I'm, but it might jog something too. So throw stuff out there. Like the red rock pack. Or like the small and mighty. Oh my god, <laughs> tall and small. The small and mighty. You're the you're the, you're the center that binds the groups together, Arisa. <laughs> you're the heart. <laughs> she. You're the medium. <laughs> the we heart. are Captain Planet, and Arisa yeah. is heart. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> the dragon is Captain Planet. <laughs> Team bag of rocks. Team. Mean yeah. a bag of rocks. I should not come up with our name. I said team. With a team, team. a bag of rocks. Mean a bag of rocks. I should right, not yeah. come up with our name. No. Hmm. 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 We'll, we'll think of something. We'll come up with it. You got time. We've got our we've got our chats. We'll we'll spitball things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bad yeah. hunters. Yeah. Bad, bad hunters. hunters. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Good job, guys. Also, Christian, cool. thanks for letting me go off the beaten path with that. I mean, obviously, uh, I think you worked it, it into your grand scheme pretty it, it well. Went, but It went to a pretty good place. So, it went uh, right yeah, back on the path, Troy. He just had, he, we just got back to the path in a weird way. No, no. Yeah, I mean, out, I just want you to well, know. Because, like, you know, you did it on your own, which is beautiful. Well, if and if ever we do weird shit like that, just know. It could be a demon. <laughs> it could be a demon. I was prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I was prepared. Kyrus is like, maybe this will be a demon and kill us all. And you're like, well, first thing that appeared in front of us, let us trust it implicitly. I mean, <laughs> Even like, Kyrus himself was like, it could be a demon. I mean, for all we know, this could also be like the Crimson Bat in disguise. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Well, that, the, the other Crimson thing bat is, do so it doesn't talk. So the, the Crimson Bat don't disguise. It's a spirit. Yeah. But it's such a big, powerful spirit. That it doesn't need to like fuck with you. It would just it, eat your whole van uh, like, for uh, breakfast and we move doesn't on. need to play yeah. tricks. It's just not at all. No. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking too is I, I mean, I spent 15 power to summon that spirit, which is not, I mean, that's quite a bit. That's not, yeah. it's you know, power. nothing. But on the same token, like I think, um, I would imagine they can have at least 21 power, right? At well, least. We can go way beyond that, dude. 
Yeah, so like yeah. this is probably like a vestige of this dragon. This is yeah, this is like a shard of its dragon. dreaming imprisoned mind. That's why I was like, where, yes. do you know where your body is? He's like, no. yeah, correct. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I don't even know where nine out of ten lobes of my brain are. <laughs> 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 like, oh, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, for our second stream in a row, not mine, but you know, the collective, uh, and for joining us on this next beautiful chaotic adventure in RuneQuest. Um, if you enjoyed it, you can follow us here on Twitch. All you need is an account. It is free. Let me do my stuff. I got you. I got you. Do your thing. Do your thing. I yep. just remembered. Okay. Okay. I will do the part and you see do it. I, I, it's 10 PM and I'm tired. Hello. Um, you can follow us on Twitch. That way, you get an alert whenever we go live. Um, which is every other Friday, sometimes more, uh, at seven PM ish EST. You can find us on all the social medias: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, under DMs After Dark. All of our streams are uploaded to YouTube. Uh, shortly after they go live on Twitch. Um, usually a stream that goes out on Friday goes up on YouTube on Monday, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, we are also on all of the podcast apps, uh, whichever one you prefer. Search for DMs After Dark. That'll give you all of our, the audio versions of all of our Twitch streams, uh, any other series we have going on. Like I know Rainy is playing through Mirror 2 right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So yep. his solo series going on right now and yes, other that came out today. weird episodes of random stuff we have. Uh, yeah, so you can find us anywhere on there. Christian? You might want to look really, really cool, like me, and have one of these shirts. And you can, because Sarah's going to drop the link in chat right now, and you can buy that from us. Because you're cool, and you want to be cool like us, and we're all forming our own whiter and identifying each other by wearing these cool t-shirts. So join the whiter. The whiter spirit is uh, Detective 20. Is Detective 20 is our whiter. He will he will bless your roles if you, if you wear him. Uh, we are looking into getting more merch eventually that we will put up on uh, the link yeah, I sent you to our Redbubble shop. Finding a bat is what we're going to have. <laughs> Gravy Dragon finding a bat will be we the can, next t-shirt. Some, some ideas will be tossed around. Um, <laughs> uh, we just did a bonus stream yesterday of yeah. Honor and Intrigue's... Uh, there's a Kickstarter. The creator of Honor and Intrigue, Chris Rutkowski, uh ran a game for us. Very exciting. Um, and he has a Kickstarter coming out. Uh, I think it's the Tome of Intriguing Options. It's like a combination of lots of cool things plus a little bit of new things. Uh, so if you want to check that out, definitely check out our stream. And the Kickstarter is going on until August 1st. Maybe and I think I saw second? in chat that it's already it's already yep. fully funded. Yep. So it is fully funded, yes. That is, Hell now yeah. You can, you can back with so confidence you that you're going to get something. Yep. yep. So I just posted the link in chat. Um, it is uh, funded. It'll completely funded. You get you get what you pay for. You have until Tuesday, August 1st at 6.30 p.m. EDT. Uh, so if you are interested in any way, feel free to go to that Kickstarter, support the creator, and get a wonderful product. We love Honor and Entry here. Yeah. So, it's great. And we'll be at DunCon. Yay! Yep. Who specifically? Make sure they know who to look for. Yeah. Hell yeah. Me! Me! So that so is... Me. Yeah, that is so Amber, Jess, Troy and Kent. We're going to be at Gen Con. Um, I think when the podcast team comes chaos out, we'll be actually, at Gen Con. Very so. barely outnumbers Team Wholesome at Gen Con. So. 
Chaos. I feel like Alex would definitely be Team Chaos if he was. Ted is like like in somewhat neutral territory. Alex, I I try to balance the chaos. Alex is for uh, sure Team Wholesome. Alex is Team Wholesome. Yeah, Alex Uh, is for sure Team Wholesome. I don't. I I think he stands with me being uh, being on that balance. Like he can switch either side. Alex can just do it much faster. than I feel like the two of you just don't want to end. All right, so two v two. We'll see who wins the game. Your powers are nothing. And if you, if you, if you are happen, if you are at Gen Con and you run into any of those lovely people here, ask them for a business card. We you have start your collection. Custom, individualized DMs after dark business cards. All seven of us have them. They they're all funny have our names on them. <laughs> they have a hilarious quote on the back, so you can collect all seven and get a full set. They look them so now. Good. Because in 30 years, we released the, the 30 year anniversary collection for a thousand bucks. Oh my God. So Don't get even fucking start. Now. In 30 years from now. <laughs> Listen, we all know most of you nerds are collecting cards and shit. Collect these. <laughs> they look so good. I'm so They're excited. really good, yeah. I, I'm quite proud of them. Uh, even though I had nothing to do with them, I wear mine as a badge of honor. Uh, so thank you everyone so much for watching, listening. Um, Feel free to reach out to us if you wish to. We have an email address, dmsafterdark at gmail.com. We welcome emails. All the chaos you give us is wonderful. Uh, and or including t-shirt reviews. T-shirt reviews, suggestions, just saying hi. Um, all that stuff is acceptable. Yeah. Uh, so Hell thank yeah. you. Thank you, everyone, uh, for watching and listening. And until next time, uh, summon a dragon. And trust it implicitly. And trust it implicitly. <laughs> it's a cool thing to do with your friends on a party. Always trust authority coming at you for bargaining from a position of power. <laughs> Always trust a dragon. And fight your friends over it. Yeah. This went so much further than I wanted it to. <laughs> I just wanted to say summon a dragon. Good night, that everyone. That was supposed to end it. <laughs> Hi, everyone.